people. It is Friday, the 7th of July. Welcome to the A Ghanaian, a Nigerian, and a Trinidadian <laughs> walk into a room. <laughs> Welcome to TDA the day after. Your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by you guys. The culture. I am one of your hosts today. Um, this is my vibe. This is what I'm on today. So don't make a scene. Um, I am and always will be my own royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, and of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Always. And as always, we have Brent in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Sorry, no. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, shout out to everybody who's locked in so far. Big up you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to announce this again uh, midway, but... Anybody who sent me their email addresses yesterday, yes. you should have gotten an invite for a Zoom uh, this evening uh, between 9 and 10 p.m. If you can't make it, that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's of course not your problem. Sorry. <laughs> and um, Brian A. from the community, I know that you dropped this comment. I'm just going to read it out. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the community section on Twitter. But I feel like that would be universally easier to navigate. And I'm sure the majority of people in the community are already on Twitter. And for new people, it will be easier to find and use. Plus, it's not too difficult to set up. Yes, it is. I've been trying this for two weeks. What's that? Unsuccessfully. Yes. Damn. There is no there's no button for me to be like, start or, or sign up to um, or mm. make community. I've been trying to find an email mm. to um, hit Twitter up. I am not having any luck whatsoever. I beg you, if it is that you have any insight, let me know, please. Uh, shoot me a DM or just respond to the message I've responded to uh, on the community. <coughs> and yeah, let's get this let's get this popping. I do believe that the us setting up a community on Twitter would be absolutely wavy mm. for different reasons. Um, I tried looking into WhatsApp, but they don't have that feature where it is that you can hide your number, and I definitely don't want people harassing other people. You know how them girls like to harass boys and stuff? You get me? We can't have that at all. Oh, all right. Shame I'm going back. Do you know I pulled a face, I pulled my eyes somehow, but I clocked them wearing glasses, I couldn't see them. So. Never mind, never mind. All right, um, yeah. I think that is it for me. That's, um, the, that's the admin. Do you know what's so funny about this show, yeah? Mm-hmm. People don't rate us. They rate us, but like, we're a joke to them sometimes because I think it's funny how someone would recommend the Twitter community for us. Given our first 24 hours <laughs> of the show. Do you get what I'm referencing? Mm-hmm. I feel like Brent is lost. Brent, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? The first 24 hours of the show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Think back. Think back. Over, over a year and a half ago. <laughs> when the show came out. Oh, you're talking about Spaces? No. Huh? Mute the mic quickly. 24 hours of the show. <laughs> mute the mic quickly and put it on. I'm muting it. I'm, I'm lost, people. This is my fault. I'm putting it on. Ink, I didn't eat my porridge. Today.
No, it wasn't spaces. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I thought that's what you, took, what you were saying, but in my head, it was called spaces, but it wasn't. But oh, no, no. 100%, yeah. I want to go right back into the fire. Come on, this is... That's true, actually. <laughs> 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 that's what we love. That is what we do. Yes. Actually, we that to, is what we, we do. We configure people's minds. That's true. Take it to where all started. all that kind of bollocks. Nah, man. Not Randy. Yeah. Not Randy. Not Randy, mate. All right, Randy. so how are you guys doing this morning? Everything is everything. Yeah. That's good. That's great. Brain. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. Thank God. How was um, Love Island, Esther? Oh, do you know what? Yeah, everyone's a damn fool. Everyone's a damn everyone's fool. Ella's an egg. Ella's an egg. Tyreek is an egg. Tyreek is an egg. Catherine is the worst egg. The worst of the worst. Big up Scott. Scott. I've got time for Scott, the white man. Listen. Scott is the one Catherine got rid of. Yeah. Okay. She's so rude. Because you know what? It relax. No, no. I'm, I'm basically on your side. Because... No, I don't know if we're ever going to be on the same side. <laughs> if we're on the same side, I have to check what I'm saying. <laughs> no, because you know what it is, yeah? Like, technically, she didn't actually do anything wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're both really single. But I think it's what she's very defensive. Okay. And she doesn't need to be. Cause I think all she needed to acknowledge, because really, she didn't ask him to stand there on his own. Because the thing is, she's saying she's speaking facts. Mm-hmm. Really and truly, the reason why he waited for her is because he found no one there that he was interested in. Okay. I don't think his feelings for Catherine was strong enough for that to have happened. Otherwise, he would have said to her, do you know what? I want to be exclusive with you, blah, blah. It mm. wasn't that. So she's right in that, you know, yes, you didn't find anybody. That's why you're standing there on your own. Mm. So I can't take that. I can't take that burden on. But I think all she needed to do is just acknowledge that, do you know what? I'm sorry that, you know, you had to stand there by yourself, but I found someone else. But she's just so like mm. intense with it. And I'm just like, you don't like, why are you talking like this? Why are you why are you doing this? You don't have to do this. Elam is playing her anyway, or Elam, whatever his name is. I think so. So. 100%. I mean, I, I, I got a name, boy. Yeah. 100%. Oh, 100%. Man. He's playing the game. My thing is, you can never trust anybody from Casa more because they have to graft to stay in the house. None of them can be trusted. But he specifically mm. can't be trusted because he's just doing too much. I don't feel like the way he's acting, it doesn't look true to who he is. Okay. It looks very put on and very exaggerated. And I don't think he's a theatre kid. He's a PT, so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm very disappointed in the way Catherine's moving. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't vote anyone out because you guys know how I am anyway. I just block people and do stuff like that. So I reckon I might, she might be next to be voted out after Montel because Montel's making me sick. What's Montel doing? Now? Montel's just a twat. He's just a little boy. He imagine he's telling Leah, yeah, that the reason why he kissed all the girls is because his leader told him to. He said the leader, but he said the boys told me to. As a man, are you not embarrassed to say that you went to kiss a girl? You didn't. You went to kiss a girl under duress, and it's one of the ones like Leah's clocked that her man is not the leader of the group, or even in a, mm. even like a runner up to be a leader of the group. Mm. So she's a bit icked out by it because it's just like, oh, you're a little boy, aren't you? But then again, circumstances. She has to stay here. Mm. But I like that because I'm voting them out. Both, both of them out next. So do you have some like sympathy for her though? Do you think she deserves better and should be and should remain? I'll be honest with you, not like because you know what is I'm a woman who I don't believe in remaining in the places that I should I shouldn't have to be in. Mm. So for me, yeah, the fact that yeah, the fact that he waited and picked me, that's all well and cute, whatever. Mm. But he's lied. The girl said, the girl he was fondling with in bed, said they were fondling in bed. Mm. This boy just said, well, you know, it was just a kiss. But it's like, it's like, there's movie nights. 
and we're going to see it. Like, are you not aware <laughs> that they're going to show you fingering this girl in bed? Like, are you? Don't you know this? But, but, finger? but maybe he's right. But Tink. Maybe that didn't happen though. Maybe it did. Oh, so they showed we you saw guys. The, yeah, we saw them in bed. Oh, okay. She was okay. not Chinese. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the girl you think is Chinese, yes, her. All right. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's gonna see it. So. For me, the lies is just, it's not worth it because they're both single. Again, it's its weird because you're both single. Mm. So it's like everyone is doing so much, but you're all single. So it's okay to say, do you know, I did kiss this person and I wanted to get to know them and this, that. You don't have to have some kind of defensiveness and try to justify why you did it. Mm. Mm. You can just be respectful and be like, you know, I did kiss her. I didn't really want to kiss her. I got peer pressured by the, boy, that, by the boys. That was pathetic of me. But it's what I did. And then we in bed, we funded a little bit. Yeah. But honestly, I'm all about you. That's it. And she'll be fine. She'll be cool. Do you know what I mean? That's how you get away with that. That's that and that'll be and that's what she told him. She's like, yeah. all you needed to do was just tell me the truth. Yeah. And it would have been done, it would have been fine. Th that's those two there. I'm just glad Wh Whitney's happy. Whitney and Loken are so that like, they look so good together. No complaints from there. They're good. Okay. This is the spicy white guy. Yeah. I told you none of them the, spicy. The alleged alleged spicy, spicy white, white, yes. It's a damn okay. spice inside. But him, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. So he and Whitney are really good. Of course, Molly and what's his name? Zach. We didn't get anything. We didn't get any screen time from him. Zach okay. is the, the black adjacent guy, the white black adjacent mm. guy. Mm. And Molly is the girl who returned. We didn't get anything from them, which is mm. fine because they need to go now as well. I, I, I need to be able to vote three couples out. Yeah. So three couples out, they can go. Um, who else is there before I get to the big the big fish? Who else is there? Well, if I'm not remembering, then they can't be that relevant. So, Tariq, Ella, and Uzi. I think it's our award. First of all, Ella, yeah, like, she's so weak in the knees, but it's like, she's knees, she's kneesless. Mm. She ain't got no knees. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not one lick of strength in there. Nothing. She's just moping around, crying over Tariq. This boy is like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Forgot about Jess and Sammy. Jess and Sammy, yeah. Someone needs to pass Jess a note that this man... Like, I don't understand. And I say this, and I recognise I'm saying this from a place of growth because I used to be like this. Mm. But I don't understand this whole auditioning for a man that repeatedly lets you know that you're not a priority to him. At every chance, Sammy gets to know a new, a new girl. Mm. But then he'll be like, I'm all about you, Jess. I'm all about you, Jess. Like... He said that he had to kiss two girls to find out whether or not he liked them. Then he brought one of them back. But even though he's brought one of them back now, he's like, Jess, I'm still all about you. And I'm like, and when does he's telling you this, this makes sense to you. So she's waiting for him. She's waiting for him to pick her one day. So so right now he's coupled with one of the ones he brought back? Yeah. Okay, cool. And she's coupled with who? Gabby. She's coupled with no, she came back single. Day. Okay, cool. Because they're both single when they went. Because they they, remember they weren't allowed to couple, couple up because they were voted least compatible. Okay. So they both went there single. But then she came back single, hoping that he would stay single so they can couple up at some point. But he brought someone else back. It's just the one that she's kind of chubby. Yeah, the white girl. Okay. Yeah, okay, she's, yeah. I love her though. Like her vibe and her energy. I can imagine her family is so lit. Mm. You know, there's like there's a white family just happy go lucky, mm -hmm. just they're just here for a good time. Like they're the kind of families that I meet out when I'm brunching, mm. and next to our tables are together and we're just just like we've known each other for time. Like she seems so lit, and that's why I want so much better for her because she's just a. She's just a sweet girl. Nice person, yeah. And it's just like she doesn't deserve what's going on. And Simon is evil villain eyebrows. I just don't know what what the girls are seeing in him. 
But it just, but just hasn't been there for long, though, has she? She's been from day one. Oh, was it? Oh, and okay. from day one, this guy has not picked her. Okay. And she's still waiting. Like every chance he gets to know someone new, he picks someone new. It's like it's like she's like a reserve. Like if I can't find someone, I'll come back to you. But then mm. as soon as someone else comes, let me test that. And his way of testing, that's the worst thing. His way of testing is kissing them. He has to kiss every girl. You know, I I think <sighs> that um based on what you're saying, I feel like when the right guy comes in, and I think Love Island will probably set up the right guy for her. Yeah. She'll move on. I hope so. Because I feel like it's gonna be like one of those um like Amber from years ago. Where mm. at the last minute they just bring this one guy and end up winning. I would mm. like Jess to win. Because she's such a lovely, like, lovely girl. She's actually such a sweet girl. So anyway, they're doing whatever they're doing. So Ella, Ty, and Uzi. And Katie comes into the equation. I'll bring her in at some point. Uzi. Uzi, right. So <laughs> first of all, Ella, yeah. Ella's such an egg. She's so weak in her knees, it makes me so sick. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Thank you very much. I feel like, yes, you can regret the decision you made, yeah. But you can't have a guy shitting on you the way he's this guy is shitting on. Like, it's horrible. Okay. It's so horrible. And my she is like a Jess, where from day one, yeah, this guy has not really shown commitment to you or whatever. Yes, you messed up. Because yes, you were closed off. And yes, you went there, whatever. But it's my thing is I feel like they could have had this conversation in a in a much nicer way. Mm. Yes, he's doing shoulders and shoulders an angry man, angry man. But I feel like she could have been like, oh, when you're calmed down, and this is my this I love this one, you know. When you're calm, when you've calmed down. Then we can talk about this like adults. Can you imagine? Oh, that's my she bag. Can't, she can't say that to you. She can. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I love... You know when you drop that line on a man, yeah? He has to sit down and think, ah, me. You're talking to me like this. Cool. So, but I feel like there's a way she could have done it. Like, do you know what? I apologize. Yes, we were closed off. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I had trust issues. Do you know what I mean? I feel like she could have addressed this. That's what she could have said. In a yeah. way. I mean, yes, he's hot-headed. I don't think he would have heard it anyway. But then you would not look as pathetic as you look. Mm. Because she's just moping around like a little lost puppy and just pining and dying for his love. And he's not giving it to you. You've been dying for the love since day one. You told this man that you remembered him from the outside. And amongst his 250 plus bodies, he did not remember you. And that is still the man that you want to be with? Pathetic. Anyways, right? I think what's what's irritating me the most about the whole Ella situation is the fact that she's treating um, Uzi like he's not a buff guy. He's not. He is. Forget the bobby pins and the fringe locked. It's hard. Locked it's what it takes for women to be nah, like, is... cockled by him. I think it does, you know. They're not tickled. They're not titillated. You don't have the edge, though. Nah, be honest with you. doesn't. He's got... Maybe this is... You're, you're projecting. I'm... No, first... Mm. first of all. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit. You, you use that word wrong. No, you use it wrong. You use it wrong. You're, <laughs> so, you're so eager to use it. I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. I think I'm speaking from a healed space. Because a lot of the girls in my timeline, you don't need to get into therapy. A lot of the girls love the energy Tyreek is giving. Mm. And I actually was like, you know what? There was a time where I would have been like, oh, this is attractive. But with the glory to God, I'm healed, saved, and delivered. <laughs> because that is toxic. Don't, don't you dare. That <laughs> That's some toxic mess, right? So this one is with Uzi, yeah? Like, he's a nice guy. He's a chilled guy. He's a good vibe. But she didn't speak to him because she spent the whole time crying about Tyreek. Mm. You can't bring me to the house with you and you're not speaking to me because you're crying about your ex in my face. And you're begging your ex round around the house to get to speak to him for a minute. And my thing is, if I was Uzi, I'll be honest with you, I'm dumping, I'm dumping Ella. Straight, of course. I'm dumping and I'm leaving. Because first of all, I don't need this. I know this boy is sitting there thinking, there's modeling jobs I could have been doing, first of all. <laughs> but I feel like, for me, yeah, if I was him, this is a red flag to me. Like, seeing the way she's moving over a guy that you spent three days telling me has caused you nothing but stress. Mm-hmm. 
And here we are. I'm giving you peace. You laid on my chest in the first night. You slept like... She had the best sleep of her life in Casa on day one, on night one, than she has in the four weeks in the main villa with Tyreek. And you're here crying over this man? BFFR. So if I was Uzi, I would have dumped her and be like, do you know what? This is giving me the ick. Then she had the cheek to talk about she's gonna, she thinks she's going to dump Uzi. Just said, be fucking for real. Just that you can't... Just like it's been 24 hours... You cannot dump this man. That would be less than smart to do, which is great. I just wish Jess would apply that. She can, she can that water herself. She can dump him. But here, but here it is though. Wait for it, Brent. Wait for it. Before I tell you the what Tyreek has done to yeah, Ella. Go on. They went on a singles date where it was Jess, Katie, Tyreek, and Scott. Tyreek said to the boys, "I'll be honest with you guys. I'm single now, and this is why I said the guy's fake. I don't believe he likes Ella because he's very quick to tap into his singleness because it never really left him." He doesn't like Ella. He's, he doesn't like Ella at all. I don't believe he does. It's the control. This is it. And I think he likes being, he loves being desired by her. Yep. Like he loves that he can affect her date. Like he loves being desired by her. Mm. She feeds and she feeds his ego. And he told her yesterday, like, you hurt my ego. Mm. Anyways, that's to the side. They went on a singles date. Tyreek made it known that he's gonna he's gonna move to Katie, innit? And it was so funny the way he did it. It was so funny. Why people see why many people see a confident Tyreek and a guy who knows what he wants and da. I see an insecure little boy. But again, I might be projecting. I'm not. You use that right? But I use it right. Interesting. I didn't actually. <laughs> but I was going to go over it to interrupt my flow. Thank you <laughs> for doing that. see a picture of Katie. So here's what it is, yeah. So he said he's going to move to Katie or whatever. That's the girl that came back from eight seasons ago. Very boring girl. She allegedly has a man outside. I don't know what she's doing in there. Cool, whatever. But the way he was talking to her, he was like, yeah, like, I'm feeling you. You're feeling me. We might as well do this. He's like, I'm on it. If you're on it, I'm on it. He's like, he's like, I'm on it. If you're on it, let's do it kind of thing. And she was like, so like a rebound. And he was like, no, no, no. He was like, well, to be honest, when you came in the house, I did like you, which is what's funny to me because you're crying over Ella and no, you're showing anger over Ella moving on. But you're telling Katie that while you were coupled up, coupled up with Ella, right? You were peeping her, mm. but you were annoyed. But you kept saying to yourself, you know, let me just face my phone because I'm in a couple in it. Let me not do too much. And he was like, obviously, then you got with Zach and I thought, oh, damn. All this time he's with Ella. And this is the thoughts that this man is having. I used it for when Ella went there, she should have waited. Anyways, right? Not today. That was yesterday's conversation. So he's then basically like to her, like, do you want to share a bed tonight? Blah, blah. Obviously, they're not allowed to do that anyway. You're going to share a bed with people that you're coupled up with. Mm-hmm. But they were like, okay, yeah, let's, let's do that. Whatever, whatever. So Katie was up for it. Katie's up for it. Katie, Katie's up for anything. Katie just wants to stay in the house and get the business deal she needs to get. That's why she's back. She she's not here there for love. So they're like, cool, whatever. Now remember, flashback. When Zach was coupled up with KD and he and Whitney were giving each other the eye and they had a conversation and KD tried to switch on the currencies, mm. crying. And Whitney said, and she said to Whitney, yeah, but you didn't tell me about Zach. And Whitney said, I didn't know about, there was me and Zach. So yeah, but you didn't tell me when she said, yeah, but you neither did you. You didn't tell me anything. Mm. So I love that Whitney, Whitney's clued up and she gave it back to her. Because even when Catherine was moving mad yesterday and trying to shout, she's like, Whitney, Whitney said, we don't do this. <laughs> Just like, get off cop. We don't do this. Relax. <laughs> so basically, yeah, Katie made a whole big deal about Whitney not telling her about being interested in Zach. When they get back from the date and they all sit around the fire pit, they're talking about the singles date, they had mojitos or whatever, the worst kind of cocktails out there, but whatever, innit? Ella says, how was Tyreek? Katie's like, yeah, it was all right. Da, 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 da. She did not say that Tyreek is now interested in me. And me and Tyreek are going to get to know each other. I said, oh, but I thought you took my girl code the other day. 
Cool. But anyways, Tyreek's basically trying to move on with Katie, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is the juiciest part. Tyreek, yeah, is like to Ella. Like this, they they sat down for a chat, whatever. She's trying to justify her her movements. He's saying, I don't know what you're talking about. This makes no sense to me. You did this, da, da, da. you hurt my ego, you hurt my pride. I don't know what's going on. He did admit to everybody else that it's a it's an ego thing. He was like, he can't consider getting back with her. And he just kind of needs to calm down. But it's just that he's hurt, basically, mm. right now. Then they have that conversation. He's like, this is done. And she's like, really? He's like, yeah, this is like, this is done, or whatever. So she's moping, she's brushing her teeth in the bathroom. Clips gone viral, it's crazy. She's brushing her teeth in the bathroom, yeah. He comes in, he's like, I don't want to see you cry. Give me a hug. Oh, I saw this bit. That's what Tariq said. It's a spicy That's what bit. Said. Come on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he hugs her. No, you will say come on because this is this is on brand for you. He hugs her. This is the most toxic shit I ever saw on TV. <laughs> he comes into the bathroom. She's minding her business brushing her teeth with her tears. He comes in and says, I don't want to see you crying. Come and give me a hug. Ooh. Relax, Brent. <laughs> he hugs her. She says something to the effect of I've missed you or something like that. <clears throat> he basically says, you made your decision. You need to stand by it. Mm. She goes, are you being really serious? Like, we're done. He says, yes, I guess we really are. He's like, as much as I, as much as I want to, I can't go back there. Mm. And she's like, no, but I didn't really do anything. He looks at her, slow motion, turns around and just walks out. I said, God. I said, God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's funny though? Because that was where my old flesh and my new spirit was fighting. <laughs> because for a split second, I was attracted to him. I said, ah, ah, get thee behind me, Satan. We are healing, baby. I couldn't believe he did that. And then they're by the stairs. This is when they're going to go to bed. I buy the steps now. He says to her, she, they're, they're doing small, small talking. But you know, like when you were like in school and you fancied a girl and you guys are like talking like in the hallway. I really missed that kind of that kind of love. It was very cute. That kind of set of standing, right? He's got like one leg by the step. The other leg. He looked like he was in like a, he looked like um, Chris Brown when he was trying to talk, um, talk to Karuchi outside the club. Mm. Leaned over. I mean, that kind of vibe. It was, it was attractive. It was attractive. So cool. They're doing that, whatever. She's like, I've missed you. He's like, He's like, basically, yeah, you can't be telling me you miss me mm. while you're coupled up with that guy. Mm. He said, you need to get rid of him. Whew. He said, you need to get rid of him. It gets worse, even. It, it doesn't get worse. It gets better for you. This guy's a chess player. But listen, he's playing. <laughs> I don't know. He, whatever he's playing, yeah, I'm here for it. He says, yeah, you need to get rid of him. Then he gives her a deadline. If that's not deaded by tomorrow morning, there's nothing to talk about. Me, you have nothing to talk about. He said, get rid of him. This is the part that spawned me. <laughs> he said, get rid of him by tomorrow morning. Then I'll consider whether we can get back, we can do this again. I said, so you're going to dump a man who gives you peace of mind, who has not made you cry once, who is caring, who you liked from the outside. Mm. Not only that, but he remembers meeting you on the outside, because Tariq didn't. For a guy who might consider getting back with you, even though he's made bed plans with Katie, Ella deserves... This is what Ella needs to build character. Mm. Because clearly she's forgetting she's Nigerian. I don't know what her genes are made up of, but she's meant to be half Nigerian. Her Nigerian is not going to get a fighting chance. 
No chance. Because she's for, like, all she needed to do was tap into this and she would have met, she would have let Tyreek know, you're mad, but I could be madder. That's it. So do you know what she does? She goes into the room, she says to Uzi, do you know what? Basically, I just need some space to think properly. I'm going to sleep outside where the mosquitoes are in the cold. She's going to sleep outside, but he's not even trying to hear it. I feel like he's got, he just, he was like, yeah, like, don't explain yourself, it's cool. Mm. Like, like, don't explain yourself. Mm. I need Uzi to dump her because I think one of the other girls in the villa, even the ones in the couples are going to be interested in him. That's mm. what I need. But that's where Ella and Tariq and um, the situation was. KD just didn't say anything to the girls and I just thought that was very interesting. In the preview for tomorrow though, Tariq is giving KD a massage and Ella, well, for today, Ella walks up to her and she says, what, is this a thing now? Mm. This is, I think now her Najun is waking up. Because okay. she said, is this a thing now? This is what, this is what we're doing. Mm. And then they're having a shouting match across the garden. Yeah, well, her, her and Tariq. Was it? I said, okay, we're waking up now. Maybe this is where she then grows a knee or two. So has she kissed Uzi? I think they kissed in bed. Oh, fantastic. Did they? So I can't remember. There's no how to kiss, man. None yeah. of them know how to kiss. Oh, do you it? know what do you know the worst kisser in there is Catherine, yeah? But like Elam is a bad kisser too. That it's like she sucks in your entire face. It's so aggressive. I, it proper, I hate the way they can, None of the people can kiss in the house. Not a damn person. And I think it's difficult for the white girls when they're with white boys because obviously the lip ratio is different. Do you know what I mean? So it's a bit tricky. Mm. Mm. That's true. You know? But Catherine and Ellen, when they were kissing, I said, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. This, if you need some a pep in your step in your celibacy journey, watch that. It will give you exactly that. It was just not it. <clears throat> but yeah, man. I don't think... Oh, sorry. No, you can continue, Queen. I forgot that... Um, it's not still my turn. I forgot. That doesn't move me. Don't, don't <laughs> gaslight me. What? Uh, what's it called? I forgot that um, actually <laughs> Tariq told Ella he was going to get to know KD. But he was like, I'm single now. That's so what I'm going to do. And she was mm. like, yeah, but you're doing that our pettiness and our revenge. He's like, no, I'm not. And she was like, yeah, you are. She's like, when I she's like, when I coupled up with him, my intention was not to hurt you or make you feel away. Mm. You're getting to know Katie has that intention behind it. Then he was like, how dare you tell me this? You can't tell me that, blah, blah, blah. Again, it was just a dumb argument. He is doing it to be petty. He does not like KD. He's not checking for KD. He just wants Ella to burn. But then again, I don't know why Ella's acting confused because even when you guys were coupled up, he was already doing this with other women that came in. So really and truly... Whatever in it. What were you gonna say, King? Um, I think Uzi came in to that particular place trying to act like something that he he isn't really. What do you mean? I think he's really a scoun a scoundrel. Like you think so? Mm. Like a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah. I believe he is. Mm. I believe he is. And obviously, it's it's not worked out for him because yeah, you know, there's another terrorist in there who actually lives his raps in it. It's at, like the producers are wild this season, you know, because they actually knew that Ella knew this man from before. Oh, I said she told Tyreek she knew him from outside. But knew him like what? As in they just crossed paths once? Mm -mm, they, I don't know actually, but they did a shoot together. Not, she she's said. not interested in him at all. I think she is, you know. Yeah? I think she, because she basically said that when they were on the shoot, whatever, they were flirting and blah, blah, blah. And the next thing was for them to go on a date. So I think they even talk like outside of the photo shoot and whatever. Mm. And like follow on Insta and like talk here and there. 
but it hadn't done anything yet before she came into the villa. Okay. But obviously he knew that he she was in the villa because they get to watch the show before they come in. Do you okay. know what I mean? Mm. But she didn't know he was coming cues, in. Man. Sorry? He doesn't know how to read cues. Who? Uzi? Yeah. I, I don't even yeah. like the fact that Izzy's named after Uzi. a gun because he's not. He's like a, a gun. He looks like a gun. He's named after a gun. Oh, I didn't know. That's what guns are called. No, they're not, but it's a type of gun. Isn't it? I was, um, but um, yeah, man, I don't know, man. It's just a bunch of situationships. I honestly mean to ban situation. I don't know why. I mean to ban situationships, like, expeditiously. But it's just a bunch of situationships in there, and it's just all dumb and foolish. I do think Tyreek's going to get back with Ella, though. Mm. I think they're going to... Because he was up. Like, when they went, when everyone went to bed, yeah, the lights were off. I like when they, they use a night cam. Because the lights, their eyes just look so wide. And his eyes were just wide up, just thinking, mm. just in deep thought. Um, and people were like, is he really going to drop 50K for Ella? And someone's like, no, he's going to win the 50K if he can. Yeah, but then he's going to make her suffer. When there's no 50K on the line, he's still going to make her suffer. She's going to have a hard life with that man. He is never going to be everything she wants. He's never going to be that. He's incapable of that. Because he's... He's got issues and he has not worked in them. He's not self-aware. He's immature. Mm. He's a kid. He's a little boy who finds ratings in body counts more than actually wanting to settle down with somebody. Now, because he doesn't see value in that. He sees more value in body count and, and meaningless sex than he does a relationship. So I don't know how she thinks she is going to build a life with that man. I, mm. I don't understand how. And that's the same for Jess as well. I don't understand how... When this is something that you want, you think that aligning with a man whose values are different to you is going to yield good fruits. It's not going to. She's going to. She is going to suffer when they come out the house, and she's going to think that if they're moving together and whatever, who who has that helped? I mean, Love Islanders have moved in together, and when the guy goes Tesco shopping, food shopping, is when he gets a quick beat, and he comes back <laughs> as if nothing happened. <laughs> I think a lot of the women are watching this and. If it is that they've had hurt in their past yeah. that look like Tyreek, they are so vexed on the timeline. But the other there ones... There is that, yeah. The other ones <laughs> don't know They, they can't tell what he's doing is wild. They find him wild? They can't tell that what he's doing yeah. is wild. Do you know how many tweets I was seeing from women saying, oh, this is so attractive? And I call <laughs> Ella like, I've been there before, don't worry, you're going to get him back. <laughs> I said this is why men don't for certain percent. Yeah, but you know is and but do you know is no that is true. Because you can literally you can literally see the future. That's you can literally see. But you know is as well that because you know like sometimes women go on a on a rant about like men need to change and stuff. They want because they're not held accountable for any of their actions. They're not held accountable for any of their actions. Men are never held accountable for any of their actions. Question though, you just you just excuse it. Question though, when you said that woman want men to change in this yeah. context mm. you are talking about Ty being something that he isn't right? yeah why can't you all see and that leave him like... for what he is instead of looking to change him there is that as well because why can't he live his life like Ty wants to no but, no, no but you know what is okay this is this is the thing yeah so yes I believe in when someone shows you who they are accept it and don't try and change that because that's how they are who are you what are you going to do your little cute little talking stage that he hasn't done all his life. Do you know what I mean? I believe there's that. But I think the issue with the change conversation 
is when a man presents, says this is how he's always been, but I'm trying to be this. And I remember I've told you guys as well about, uh, there's a lot of men who give women just enough, just enough to keep her in the loop or to keep her near. Do you get I me? Mean? So they won't give you too much, but they'll give you just enough where you're in a state where you're thinking, actually, no, but this is some form of progression. And that's the thing with Tariq, because Tariq is confusing in his communication. He says, this is how I am, this is how I've always been, but I want to settle down. I want love. Mm. Ella wants to settle down and she wants love, right? So when he's saying stuff to her like, you know, I've never felt, I've never been this close to a woman before. Mm. I've never, you know, caught feelings like this before. He told her that yesterday. When he's saying stuff like that, those are the things that keep her sweet and keep her there. But then he says stuff like, I missed the game. And then she's like, what do you mean you missed the game? You thought you wanted to leave the game. But then he says, yeah, but then he, but then he counters that with, again, to keep her sweet and draw her near is, yeah, but I told you that's all I've known. So it's going to take me time to be able to get rid of that spirit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, that's the issue with the whole changing because you don't, and this is why I'm, I like honesty. Like I like brutal honesty because you're telling, you're giving them half truths. Is it possible that in you liking honesty, yeah. you're unable to see that he is being honest mm-hmm. it, every single time he says what he's saying? This is what I was just about to say. <laughs> so you feel like when he says that, when he's, because my, okay, my thing is as well, yeah, I get what you're saying, but my thing as well is that I believe that everybody, when you're dating people and whatever, there's a duty of care. I do that, I practice that in my dating, in my dating life. If I'm with a guy who I'm not really feeling like that and I see that he likes me a lot, I will let him know that um, whatever it is that you want, I don't want that with you, mm. right? But some guys think that they can change my mind. Very cute, cute <laughs> attempts. They think they can change my mind. But the thing is, I constantly will, I will remind you that you're doing this, you want us to do this together, you want this, blah, blah, but this doesn't hold the same value to me as it does to you. Mm. And they'll be like, yeah, it's fine, it's cool. But the thing is, this is where the duty of care comes. I know how you feel about me. I can't, I can't in good conscience keep allowing you to do things when I know you want a different outcome. Do you know what I mean to what's happening here? Mm-hmm. So while I hear you saying that he has been he's been totally honest, the fa- the truth is that he knows how Ella feels about him. And he knows that what Ella wants, he can't give it to her. And this is where the brutal honesty comes for me. He knows that he can't give that to her. Mm. He knows he's not going to be 100% faithful to that girl. He knows that the whole setting down thing that she wants, she wants to be girlfriend or whatever, he knows he can't give that to her. So yes, he's been honest with her, but my thing is, I think a lot of people excuse um, poor behavior or not poor behavior, but they excuse, I can't find the word, but they excuse their actions Mm. by saying, well, I was honest with you though. Yes, you were honest with me, but you knew what I wanted from you. Mm-hmm. And you gave me enough to make me to, to make me feel like you could give me that. Because mm-hmm. when he says, yes, I want love, I want to settle down, I want these things, that's what she wants. But then when you then bring it in and you say, yeah, but I missed the game, I'm used to this and blah, blah, you leave her in a confused state. And sometimes when someone loves you, when someone likes you, when feelings are there, they are unable to make objective um, decisions. Mm-hmm. And so as the person who is desired, as the person who is not feeling them the way you're feeling, the way they're feeling you, sometimes you have to be the one to make up, to make decisions for people. Mm. And my thing is, I feel like he should say, he should have, he should dump her and be like, you know, I can't give you what it is that I know you want. <laughs> Wait a minute. And keep it moving. He should dump her? Yeah. 
<laughs> but he, he, he likes whatever it is that he's getting from her. And that's why he will always be a twat to me. Why can't she... Because Brent, when people when people love, when people have feelings, they cannot think objectively. You know this. Wait a minute. They can't. She's not capable of thinking properly. So you So you've got to be the one to think for them. <laughs> <laughs> I think for men. What are you talking about? I think for men all the time. How is this funny? Whoa. How is this funny? Whoa. If you no no, okay, wait. If if your friend here was in a in a um a relationship female friend, male friend or whatever, where they're not being valued or whatever, whatever it is, that they come and tell you these stories about how their partner does this and does that. You know, they're nice, but then sometimes they do this and do, do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that the reason why this person is not getting the full picture of what's happening is because of how they feel about them. Mm-hmm. Would you not say to your friend, yeah, but he's saying this and saying that? Yeah, how is that different to what I'm saying? No, because you're saying the person she's in the relationship with should do that. Yeah, but this is just me assuming that people are good people. As a good person, no, it, no, it is though. It is. That's the problem. No, no, it is. No, that is one hundred percent problem. Because I'm telling you, when I'm in situations where I know a guy likes me more, mm. I don't think it's fair for me to keep you here and take advantage of what of your like for me. I, and that's what it is. It's taking advantage. That's what it is. If we're gonna call a spade a spade, that is what it. If you know that someone likes you more than you like them, and you know that they're gonna do whatever it is for you, and you that you're taking advantage, whether you you're objective um you're um overtly or covertly taking advantage of is still taking advantage so it's not a case where i'm saying the responsibility isn't on that person as well of course it is as well but the fact is that psychologically people can't think properly when feelings and love and attraction is in the mix it would works you, both for you, both genders would you go as far as to block the person if the person kept trying to get with you and you told them look this is not going to go where you hope it to go i don't need to block it i just i'd tell you with an absolute that I no longer will be speaking to you. Mm. And so that's it. So I don't, like, I don't need to, I don't block exes and people like mm. that. I, there's no need for, I, I can unfollow you. I don't want to see you doing whatever you're doing. But I don't, I've never gone to the stage of like having to block somebody. It's not that deep. Okay. But you get me? So, but again, being, if you're, the way I think, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an empath. I'm an emotional person. Like I care about people's feelings. I care about strangers' feelings. I don't even know. How much more someone who I was getting to know and I realized actually we're not compatible. I don't really like you like that. I'm not, it's not, it's not fair, it's not nice. Especially when I know that what you want is love. And you're not gonna get it from me. But I'm, I'm also aware that, that you can get it from somewhere else. For me, I I can't take a this way I'm not made for the city girl life. I can't take advantage of people that I know like me. I'm not wired that way. And I, again, that is projecting, because I guess I'm expecting me from other people. That's fair, but I think everyone has a part to play in these things. But what about them situations where, for example, let's just say that same situation. Say Tariq is saying whatever he's saying, and the girl is like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm not, I'm not trying to rush you. Yeah. Um, you know, let's take it slowly. This yeah. time, the third. I've just got my relationship too, so I'm kind of on the same wavelength with you. You know how people yeah. say certain things, right? In that same situation, would you still advise someone like Tariq or the person in that situation to be like, look, I'm done with you? Do you know when I do you know when I say you should um, say you're done with them mm. when they bring you up again? People say they're happy to go with the flow mm-hmm. and yeah, you don't want a relationship. You can tell me you don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't want a relationship either. I just came out something, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Moms go down the line. Then I ask you, like, mm-hmm. where are you at now? And you're like, I still don't want a relationship, blah, blah, blah. I think after that conversation, the fact that I brought it up, I feel like, mm-hmm. ask me how I'm feeling, blah, blah. Obviously I might lie again, but like, oh no, it's fine. But I think you can always tell that that person's waiting, for, hoping you will change their mind. That's when I will tap out. Mm. I've done that as well. 
But like I would then I would tap because if I've told you something, you're like, yeah, I don't want that either, blah, blah. But then I can see that your actions in a way you're trying to I can see that you're lying and hope as in you're lying in wait. You're mm-hmm. hoping mm-hmm. at some point I would change my mind. Mm. Me personally, wait, I, I can't carry on because now I know that this is a thing for you. If we have to talk about this twice, mm-hmm. maybe the first time in school, let's just make sure we're on the same page because you do have to do check-ins. But if we talk about this twice, and when I tell you that I still want the same thing, I sense a form of a disappointment mm-hmm. or I sense that that wasn't what you wanted to hear from me, mm-hmm. I will tap out because clearly you still want something mm-hmm. there. Like I'm very, very, I really don't like taking advantage of people. I don't like not using people, but I don't, I don't want people, I don't believe in being somewhere that's not going to help you flourish. And if I'm not going to be that person, if I don't, if we're not aligned in what we want, mm-hmm. I think you should go elsewhere because there's there's someone for a lot of people, not everybody, a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? And I think that you can find that somewhere else because there's someone else who will appreciate you. Mm. I think you're doing because it hurts. After it, it hurts, like it hurts to be to be hoping that someone's gonna like you the way they the way you like them. And nah, man, I don't want to be the the cause of someone's pain and someone's you know hurt, whether intentional or, or otherwise. Mm. But Mark says that you're right because he's made the decision for enough yell. Yeah, you have to do that. Because people can't think objectively. Like, I've been in situations where I end up being the one to walk away anyway. But then looking back, I realised that there was so much, there was things that were just there, but I wasn't able to see because I liked that person. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So once you once feelings and stuff come into, into an equation, your vision is now, it's blurry. Especially if you see the person like regularly and you guys do stuff all the time. If you take space away, I think when you take space from somebody, you can start to think outside of that person. Mm. But if you guys are very like, you do things together all the time and you don't have time apart, is someone has to make someone has to make a decision. And you know, man, everybody knows, not just men, not just women, everybody knows when the person that you're talking to likes you more than you're feeling them. Mm. You know it. And you know that, the, you know when they're going out of their way to do things to make you happy. Mm. Do you get what I mean? And I find it difficult to take, I find it difficult to take from people that I even love. How much more someone who I know loves me, how I don't love them. And I know they're doing it because they love me. I just don't think it's nice and it's fair. So do you think then in relationships you should only get with someone that likes you just as much as you? And how do you gauge that? There's, I don't think there's like a metric, there's a way to gauge it. I think the things that are important to me, how it is I want my partner to show up for me. If you show up for me that way, and the things that's important to you, if I show up to you that way, I think that's a way to be like, okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like it's kind of like when people talk about, you know, relationship with 50 50. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's going to be 50 50. I think you might have moments where it is, mm-hmm. but there'll be times where it's 30 70, there'll be times when it's 10 mm-hmm. 90, there'll be times where it's, it's 60 40, there'll be times where it's 55 45. Do you get my maths is on point. Do you get <laughs> what I mean? But there's, it's like that. So I feel like when it, comes to that, I think it's about what's the most important things to you. Mm. And that's why people need to actually sit down and, and think about the things that's most important to you in a partner. That I feel like I personally feel like that's how that's how I gauge it. There's certain qualities that are so essential to me in partners where say say like for example it's like five things and a guy's giving like three or four things. Mm-hmm. But the one thing he's not giving me is something that's the most important essentially. Really? It's not no, I'm celibate. It's not. Do you mean it's not that? Do you get what I mean? So, I think that that's how you gauge it. If they meet your needs, and if you if you're able to meet their needs as well, that's how you gauge. Do you know what? 
it's what we have here, it's mm. it's mutual. Or it's mm. leveled in a way. Because you can't, can't you can't measure feelings. You never know. Any money, would you um obviously hypothetical? Mm. If you knew that there was somebody on you heavy, would you would you cut it off? Would you I think it depends, you know. Talk it, to me. It depends because I, to be honest with you, I feel like it and I was people are just gonna ask us the same question. Does does it kind of depend on the type of person? I, I mean this respectfully, right? Does it depend <laughs> on the type of person that you're dealing with? Because some some people are just like, oh, I don't really sound all right. No, um, don't don't please. It's Friday. <laughs> no, because you know you get you know certain people are kind of like more emotional. Yeah, and but like, for, more, for like okay, they're just okay. nice people. Okay. And it's like, you think to yourself, I, I, I can't do this to you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you really don't deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're serious. You want this, that, and the third. What am I wasting your time for? You know what I'm saying? Mm. But some people are less of that, isn't it? <laughs> so it's like, okay, cool. I know that you're kind of more built for this. Like, you understand how life is. So, and I've told you enough. Like, Tyreek is telling her everything basically, and you're listening to them, you're even responding in the same conversation, not like I'm talking to a wall. Mm. So it's like, okay, cool, I've, I've told you, but well, that's my part. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different. Okay. How about you, uh, Mester? If, if there's a guy that you know that's on you, would you be entertaining him? If a guy's on me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not, you're not reciprocating the feelings. I have to discover if I have the feelings or not. But when I realise I don't like you the way you like me, then no, I'm not entertaining that. Right, so you entertain it until it you realize what what the the state of play is in your heart. Yeah, because when I'm talking to somebody, I'm getting to know you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you say you like me, I don't know if I like you. I don't know you. Mm. So as I'm getting to know you, if I realize actually no, I'm not really on this. You're not really someone I'm All checking right. for. Then I will tap out. No entertaining. No, no entertainment over here. What about you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing for a different reason. <laughs> I love that you have shades on today. <laughs> my, I woke up this morning, my spirit said, mm, you're going to be tried, baby girl. You're going to be tried. Put the glasses I on. I love how you are holding out so far. You're cooking. Baby, Period. you're cooking. Period. All right. Let's, let's move on to the headlines. No, answer the question. You yeah, answer the question. Yeah, I did. So what, about I did. what about you? <laughs> are you keeping people around that you don't like you, that you don't like? <clears throat> I am such a nice guy. Are you? <laughs> I, I, ne- I never asked that. Yes, that question. you did. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> yes, me. you asked me the question. No, I said, what would you... I ain't the same thing. It is the same thing. You're basically <laughs> asking me the same thing I asked you. No, hypotheticals. Yes, a hypothetical. But I'm answering the same question. Okay, and I'm cool. saying I am too nice. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yeah. I'm too nice. Mm. In, in my head... If it is that um somebody's pining for me mm-hmm. and they are good people, then I'll I <laughs> What happened? Why are you laughing? She's red something. <laughs> no no no, I thought you said something else. Oh. Carry on. I said pining. <laughs> yeah, I know. What do you think I said? And they're good people? I can't say it while this is live. Alright, cool. It will be Do you want to mute it? Yes. Alright. No, I'm not mute of it. <laughs> All right, sorry, people. I don't know what's happening, oh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. So if if they're good people, man, um, I I find it hard to just look to say f off. 
mm-hmm. because I can't blame them. And I guess they haven't done anything other than just love me. Mm. Mm. And why should they be punished for loving me? But I do set very, very strict boundaries. Mm-hmm. I say nothing's happening. I'm not even feeling this, that, and the next. Mm-hmm. And I give, I guess, solutions okay. as to how they could look to wean themselves off me. Mm. And I, I always say, you just like me because I'm cool, innit? But the other cool people out there, you need to go out and find them. And if it is, I kind of, you know, uh, help facilitate that. Mm. Do you sometimes recommend? Yeah, 100%. Oh, fantastic. 100%. <laughs> you know when they say sometimes it's easy to just live in your um, in your own bubble? <laughs> because I feel at peace today. I'm having, this conversation is so great and very wholesome to me. Go in the comments. <laughs> I'm just seeing my name planning around. I said, huh? <laughs> what the hell? But anyways, I've tapped out. <laughs> I'm having a good day. And <laughs> we should have just made it something. But what I said, you know, what I said makes it makes sense to me anyway. Mm-hmm. But no, I, 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 mm. I definitely hear you. I definitely hear you. But I feel like I feel when you first started, it just sounds like you're take, taking sounding taking responsibility away from completely. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've never I, know, that. I know what you mean. Yeah. No, no, no. I, no, I, everybody's responsible mm-hmm. for their own actions, for sure. and I think that yeah, everyone's responsible for their own thinking. You just have to. I feel like you have to navigate life. And be able to think objectively, even when you do have feelings for somebody. So unfortunately, you can't, re- like, I don't believe in relying on the fact that I have feelings. And I can't think properly mm-hmm. as a reason why you should have told me when to leave. Yeah. No, like, it's my life. I'm the one who knows what I wanted. I'm the one who came here. Mm-hmm. I should know when it is to tap out. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying, as a good person, this is how I personally live. If I see that you're incapable of making a decision that you need to be able to make, mm-hmm. or that you should have made, I will make it for you. But I'm not responsible for doing that, do you get me? Like I'm mm. not, I'm not the worst person on the planet. Mm. See, I said worst, because you can't be bad. Mm. I'm not the worst person on the planet if I don't make that decision for you. But the way I live, I just can't have that. And I also don't really have a lot of time for dating anyway. So, someone in my ear all the time that I'm not even feeling. What are we doing here? This is a waste of my time. I'm, I'm muting this mic for a second. <laughs> Live your raps, innit? Did you say that live on air? No. You did. No, I didn't. You did. I'm putting the volume up. If I hear <laughs> <laughs> if you hear out oh, you hear what? If I hear live your raps on this. Oh that live, bit that part is different. Yeah, that that part is different. <laughs> Wait a minute. But I did say it on air. Why would you do that? No I don't understand. I do leave my raps, but precisely. Why can't you say that? Say that? <laughs> Let's get to the headlines. Let's get to headlines. Um, in that space now, aren't I? Get into the headlines. Damn it! <laughs> get into the damn headlines. <laughs> All right. So, first headline. The cabinet office has lost its legal challenge over the COVID-19 inquiry's request to see all of Boris Johnson's unredacted WhatsApp messages, notebooks and diaries. High court judges handed down their decision over the government's judicial review of Baroness Heather Hallett's order on Thursday, saying that she had acted rationally. 
It now has until Monday afternoon to hand over the material, which the deadline passed on by Lady Hallett, who is said to be pleased that the court upheld her order. The Cabinet Office brought legal action over the inquiry, refusing to provide the documents on the basis Lady Hallett's request was so broad that it was bound to catch a large amount of irrelevant material. But in their judgment, the judges said that said the claim that um, that an order for material would produce some irrelevant documents did not invalidate it or mean it cannot be lawfully exercised. Lawyers for the department argue that the inquiry does not have the legal power to force ministers to release messages and records it claims cover matters unconnected to the government's handling of COVID. However, Hugo Keith Casey, for the inquiry chairwoman, said the idea that the cabinet office could decide which aspects were relevant would emasculate this and future inquiries. Uh, the, the former prime minister handed over his unredacted WhatsApp messages, diaries, and 24 notebooks to the cabinet office in late May, backing uh, Lady Hallett's request. Second headline takes us to, you know, the whole Ukraine, Russia war, and the whole situation with uh, the Wagner boss. And basically, it's come out that the Belarusian uh, president, Alexander Lukashenko, said that the Wagner boss, Yevgeny put uh, Prigozhin um, was no longer in Belarus and has actually returned back to Russia, contrary to reports. The Wagner boss arrived in Belarus just over a week ago upon Lukashenko's invitation, brokering a deal to end the Wagner group's mutiny. Um, he basically, speaking to uh, reporters on Thursday, this is the Belarus uh, president, um, he said that he's in St. Petersburg. He's not in the territory of Belarus. The deal also dropped criminal charges against Prigozhin, uh, allowing him to move to Belarus. Lukashenko added that the Wagner militants were still in their respective bases, to the best of his knowledge, adding the relocation issue had not been resolved. The offer to accommodate some of Wagner's mercenaries still stands as they are not a risk for Belarus, Belarus Lukashenko said. None of Luka Mr. Lukashenko's claims, however, have been verified, and Mr. Prigozhin has not been seen in public since the rebellion nearly two weeks ago. And the last headline... Um, basically, the BBC have been made to apologise, man. I'm not surprised, guys, but yeah, the BBC has been made to apologise after one of its presenters said that Israeli forces are happy to kill children during an interview with the country's former Prime Minister. Speaking to Naftali Bennett on Tuesday evening, Anjana Gajgil um, said that the um, Israeli military are calling this a military operation, but we now know that young people are being killed, four of them under 18. Is that really what the military set out to do, to kill people between the ages of 16 and, 30 and 18? In response, Mr. Bennett said, quite to the contrary. Actually, all 11 people dead are militants. The fact that they are young terrorists who decide to hold arms is their responsibility. He then went on to claim that all those killed during the military operation were terrorists and that many of the, those responsible had killed Israelis over the past year. But countering that now, the BBC presenter said, terrorists, but children. The Israeli forces are happy to kill children. That's what she said. Mr. Bennett then said, it's quite remarkable that you would say that because they are killing us. Anyway, following the interview, the BBC received complaints, namely from the board of deputies of British Jews, who said <laughs> the presenter had violated the broadcaster's impartiality rules. And the BBC had to apologise, man. Power, guys. Anyway. I just laughed just now. You mean? Yeah. Huh? No, because they, they made, got made to apologise, didn't it? Oh yeah, and I was basically just saying, um, yeah, this is what happens when you've got, again, kind of like what Nabil was saying. When you've got people in power, um, you know what I mean, controlling certain things, you can then 
you know what I mean, speak to the BBC, speak to people in Labour, speak to, you know what I mean, wherever mm. you operate, you know what I'm saying, and get them to kind of go back on, on certain things. But to be fair, I feel like it was kind of, actually, let me not even post my, say my views. But, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's a war that's going on though, isn't it? And like the Israeli Prime Minister said, sorry, former Prime Minister said, those same people who are terrorists, even though they're below 18 and they're killing Israelis, why would you think that they would be exempt if they put in their way in? You know what I'm saying? So, such is life. It's unfortunate, but such is life. Anyway, that's it for Deadlines. All right, let's get into what you're saying. All right, so today's topic of the day, uh, this might be a short one, but this is about... Um, when you say stuff like that, then it just... <laughs> I'll just say, all right, cool, let's, let it be short. <laughs> well, I feel like it will be, to be fair. But anyway, we'll see, we'll see. But um, what's you guys' idea of minimalism? And do you feel like it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle that you can adopt? Um, I think if you compare it to... If you have a scale, mm. then, yeah, I would say I live kind of like a minimalist lifestyle. But then... If we define what minimalism really is, mm-hmm. yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> so basically, you're past the the middle point on the side of minim- on, the, on the side of minimalism. Yeah, because it's not I, my life is not as luxurious mm. as I want it to be yet. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Ah, so it's not on purpose. You're saying? Nah, it's gone by. It's, gone, <laughs> it's, it's above me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, is it is it like an attractive thing though to you minimalism? Yeah, because what's the opposite of minimalism is that materialism. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like materialistic yeah. stuff. But actually, no, some, some of it is by choice. Mm. But I would be like a wealthy minimalist. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Do you get what I mean? Mm. That's the life I want to live. Mm. So you, you have the means, but you choose to be yeah. stoic and just, I only want a few of these things and that's all I need. Yeah, because that's, li- that's really how I live. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But it's like the thing, the few things I have will be very nice. Okay. Do you, do you get what I mean? But um, yeah, I'm not into I'm not I'm not a materialistic person. I don't I don't. What's the question you asked? Was it yeah? Is like, it attractive? Like, yeah. Is, is it is it for you? Do you think you can adopt it? No, my nature is not wired that way. Okay. Okay. Brent. Apparently, the, <clears throat> the opposite of minimalism is maximalism. Okay. Okay. That, that's you just embracing excess and extravagance. So yes, it can. Uh, materialism can fall into that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah. How do you see minimalism? And do you think it's something you can adopt? Or are you adopting it already? Um, with my my dress sense, 100%. Okay. Um, I think the more the more clutter I have, the less the less settled or um, at peace I am. Mm. So the decluttering of things allows me space to, to think and breathe. Okay. So in in everything that I I do, I guess within, mm. um, my my home, my bedroom, um, even with people, I try not to clutter things. I try that not to, um, kind of usher things closer to me, as in many things closer to me. As in draw things in mm. that will overload me. Okay. So I guess that's my understanding of. Minimalism, less clutter. Okay. Okay. So what if you were able to 
be super orderly and keep all your clutter in one particular corner, for example. Is that still as as in what it's the clutter chaos? I don't I don't like looking at chaos. Yeah, so let's just say you had it in, I don't know, in a room. You got you got a six bedroom house and you keep all your stuff in one particular room. And I close the door so I think it's I, not there. Yeah. I would know in my head it's there. Okay, cool. So that will still cause you cause you issues. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Okay, cool. Mm. Okay, what, what what do you guys think of the idea of less is more? Do you agree? Um, Does it have its limits? When it comes to certain things, I agree, yeah. Like what? Makeup. <laughs> less is definitely more. Um, mm. Always. It, it depends. The makeup. Does it depend on the person? It depends. I was just joking with the makeup thing. So. <laughs> All right. Um, but it, I, I think it depends. I, I can't think of an example now, but... Mm-hmm. Sometimes less can be more because the value of the less that you're bringing mm. turns out to be more. Okay. I hear you. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. What about you, Vince? Um, not in relation to love and kindness. Mm. Um, yes, in relation to stress and confusion. Mm-hmm. And multiple women. Mm. I hear you. I don't want pl- plethora. I don't want more. Mm. Yeah, it's just more headache. <laughs> so, so okay. So basically, in some situations, you kind of see the negative. Ampl- an amplified negative is not worth an amplified positive. No. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. And, like, do you guys feel like? There's certain physical possessions that you have here that you are attached to. And there's certain things, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me start there. Um, I'll say I'm like my technology stuff. Uh-huh. Because I need them for stuff. Okay. So. Do you yeah. feel... Okay, so let's... Okay, for example, let's look at your, like your laptop, right? Laptop, mm-hmm. phone. Do you feel like certain features on your laptop... Mm. If you didn't have like the internet, let's just say you just had Word, right? <laughs> Word yeah. and email. Yeah. How would you feel about that? Would you Would you rather not have the laptop? No, because I find use for it. Cause I do write but quite a bit. Okay. So yeah, I find use for it. And what about your phone? If If you had no WhatsApp, no social media. I don't use WhatsApp anyway. So. Okay. <laughs> I basically, don't have WhatsApp. <laughs> so no social media, just the uh, I can pick and recall. Um, I can pick and call call people. I can write text messages. Yeah, but I'm not a good example for that because my phone lives on Do Not Disturb. Okay. I reply to messages at my convenience. Mm-hmm. I don't really pick up calls. Mm. So when it comes to like technology, I live a minimalist life anyway. Okay. okay. So even like with social media, like I will just randomly deactivate mm. for like days or weeks on it. Do you get me? So mm-hmm. I already live like that. So I'm not really a good example. Example for that. But, but then I guess that's in that particular area, that's something that you can adopt easily and you already are adopting. Yeah. Would you ever go even further to that extreme? Yeah, if I, if I did not do something like this, I wouldn't mm. be on social media. Mm. If I did not do something that required me retweeting or promoting or anything, I would not. Like, my, dis- my dream is to get to a place where I'm not on social where I don't do anything on social media. Mm. Like, I want to have someone who does. Like my social media do mm-hmm. can control that part for me, and I don't have to be on there. Mm. 
So oh, yeah. minimalism is a lifestyle that emphasizes the importance of living with less. Yeah. Minimalist people typically only own the things that they truly need and value. Yep. And they often live in a simple and uncluttered environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are many different reasons why people choose to, to live a minimalist lifestyle. Some people do it for financial reasons as they find that they can save money by owning less. Mm-hmm. Others do it for environmental reasons, as they believe that consuming less is better for the planet. Still, others do it for personal reasons, as they find that minimalism helps them to simplify their lives and to focus on what is truly important. Mm. Okay. And how do you fit into that? Is that is that an attractive thing? So let's, let's just say you came from another planet. And you, um, people were introducing certain philosophies to you. And you had this package lifestyle. So, I don't know, picture, this is like a Black Mirror episode. You just come from another planet. And to live here, we're going to give you this particular package. And they presented this package that you just read out as, as a minimalis- uh, minimalism, right? Do you accept that? Or do you say to yourself, hmm, I probably would want more. If I was an alien? Yeah. So let's just say, remember, you're hearing every other philosophy too. So this is just one of the packages you, you choose. So you hear the maximalist uh, uh, philosophy. You hear about capitalism. You hear about materialism. You hear about everything in the world. Is this a desirable thing for you? I think with, with me, my consciousness, I would, need to <clears throat> I would need to see the other side of the fence before I decide what side I, I want to be on. Mm. I'm not just going to allow anybody to give me a package without without knowing what else is out there. I need to decide for myself. That's what I'm saying. So they've told you about the other packages. Unless so you're you. telling me, I need to feel it. I need to Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Because you're telling me what you feel mm-hmm. this will do for you, all right? Mm-hmm. And you're conveying that to me. But I don't know. I might I might like a little bit of maximalism. Mm. So if they said to you, okay, cool. Well you can take these packages, whatever I choose, uh, pick one, or you can go out into the world and film for yourself and figure it out. You would go out. Figure it out, yeah. Out. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm, okay, makes sense. And I want to ask you guys this question. Is there anything that you own yeah, that you wouldn't miss if it was taken from you, if you sold it? If you borrowed it, you would never ask for it again. <laughs> You'd be actually happy to not see it. What's up? <laughs> so something more tangible, um, more physical. Probably like, I don't know. Maybe like a bag I don't really use all the time. Okay. It'd be something that I've got multiple, like I've got in, in I've got more of. Okay. That's how I would know, I wouldn't know it's missing. Because then I, I miss stuff. Mm. I'm like, oh, where'd that go? I haven't worn that in. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be something like that. Do you ask yourself, why do I even have it then? No, because I liked it. So I bought it. <laughs> so, but, but then, isn't it possible for us to just hoard things and then just have a life of carrying baggage around? Absolutely. But I like the baggage. I like that baggage. Because <laughs> okay. I, cause I want, yeah, because I'd I like it. Okay, okay, okay. I don't see, like, having a lot of clothes as hoarding. Mm. I think if I had clothes that didn't fit me anymore... There's a weird thing I used to I used to hoard back in the day, mm. um, but I don't anymore. But who's gonna say it? 
No. Um, unfortunately, Brent has ruined a lot for you guys today, so I have nothing else to give today. Brent has apologised. No, he didn't. No, to be honest, I, I want to so, push um, back so bad. Push back. Because you can't, the hole can't get deep for you, so you it, might as well push it, back. No, it's not supposed to get deep at all. Exactly, We're supposed so to have back. this back and forth, right? We, we, we talked, right? So, I'm not saying this is all entertainment, right? So if it is, I've lobbed something over. Nobody understands what I'm doing. You're supposed to lob this back and then we have a thing. No, because you, when you said what you said, it was not a joke. It definitely was Because it's not, not the first a, time you brought it up. No, I didn't mean it as a joke, but as in a, aha, let's see how far it is we can do do this. Yeah, I don't accept that, but that's fair. But I know, because that's... That, you feel as though I have overstepped something, right? 100%. But I also can see that. But I thought that we were at the stage where you would know I did it and that's cheeky and you do something back to me. I don't know why you would have thought that that was... You've done cheeky stuff and I've thrown back cheekiness your way. That was not cheeky. But even before I said what I said, you were very cheeky. You're literally... And you knew I would take and you only have a problem with that. Did I give you a real life ex- Sorry, man. Mm. Did I give Brent a real life example of anything that he's talked about? No, I think so. So, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm, I'm not, not getting oh your cheekiness. Goodness. I'm not participating in this. Why not? Muted, you can't not. No, no, unmute it. No, I'm asking. I, I'm no, no, it's not muted. No, no, it's not muted. Why are you, why you not, well, you're not participating in what? You started this, so what do you mean you're not participating? No, because. You're not, not telling the truth, though, innit? So I'm not I'm telling not the gonna, truth. Gonna, I'm gonna... So what, well, how did I at you, please? Oh, okay, okay, I know what you're talking about now. I don't know what you're talking about. When I asked the question... Yeah. Because, honestly, yeah, I wasn't even thinking anything until you then said, da 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 And then I was like, okay. I, I, I don't believe any of that. Oh, no, I promise you. I promise and you. That, that's fine. You can promise all you like. <laughs> I'm missing it. But what, whatever, whatever it is I did... So did uh, Iman, so Iman asked the question, did I ask the question? Both of your did I, I mean, both of your participated in it. In what? Anyway. It would just make it more fair if I repeat it. Anyway, whatever, innit? What's the question, sorry? Question. You, know, you know, whenever <laughs> this happens, you know my entire weekend's finished. That's a damn shame. <laughs> That's a damn shame. Personally, I think you guys should make up. You have too much um, effect in my life, to be honest. No. Not to what? <laughs> no, it's making up. Why? I don't like when people hurt me, so. Yeah, but this is why you have to fix it quick. Otherwise, it festers. That's great. <laughs> As you were. Minimalism. Let go of things. No. This is part of the things I don't let go of. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the things I hold. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, what I was basically saying is... Wait, did I ask you the question? Or How about like, you? How about you, Manuel? What about me? Can you get rid of something that you hold there and you won't miss it after the fact? For example, you putting your pen down. That used to be everything, but mm. apparently it's nothing now. This guy. Um, I, f- I feel like you can. It depends on what it is, though, right? Um, but I feel like sometimes certain things can take the place of that. So if there's something that can take the place of it, then I think you don't miss it. And as human beings, you just kind of grow. And then, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, this may not be the nicest example to use, but I feel like it's just like when people pass away. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're upset in the moment, but with time, it's crazy. But with time, you just, you move on. You, like, you, you literally forget about them. 
know what I'm saying? Unless someone recalls their name or something reminds you of, of, of their existence and stuff like this. Like, but they just go. And, and I think that's just, the, um, I don't know, man. That's, that's just how life is. And I think to some degree it's kind of necessary. You know? So the part of you that was creative died and you didn't care about it. No, life. no, that's not. It's not the problem. The creativity is always there, but creativity manifests itself. Differently. You know, you broke my heart when it is that you put your pen down. This guy. You didn't care about my feelings, but as you said, I lived. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, that was such a special part of you, you know. Well, but remember, the creativity is still there. We're, we're, we're making more magic, and it'll be even bigger and better. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't, know, man. I, I don't think I could ever stop making music. Yeah, but when's the last time you made music? No, no, this is this is a. What are we doing here? What do you mean? This is we we pause this. You, I have no time to make music right now. And I said, as soon as it is, everything's up and running. I'm definitely back in the studio. But yeah. I ain't got no, I ain't got no, um, uh, wingman to be making music with because you finished. Brent, and you mean you mean polishing nothing? Don't worry, Brent. If you're serious, I'll be back. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Absolutely. Shut up. I think I have to I have to find um, other projects to bring on board and. and but this and again, this this is this is more the stuff that um. That so we're gonna I'm branch, dying to get back in, you know. Dying. It's good. This is remember. This is part of the stuff we're gonna be branching into. So all of these outlets are going to be there, man. And those people that, um, by the way, because I, th I think it's Tracy M, isn't it? Is it Tracy M again? She's she's uh, she's patronized you know, the people. Patronized. Just just, un just understand that Tracy's getting that money because she dates white men, isn't it? Mm. She's she got several um, benefactors, sugar dads, and benefactors. Hundred percent. And funnel that money this way, babes. Funnel it. I'm for interracial marriages. Mm. Or unions. Uh, no, Manuel? Say again? What? What are you talking about? You don't agree to? About what? About Tracy? Interracial. Great work, Tracy. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? Yeah? I don't even know. Hey, by the way, Tracy, I emailed you. You need to respond to the email. Oh, Otherwise, so you've I'm emailed her. When did you email her? Because she was getting on to me. When when did you email she her? She was getting she's how long how long ago did you email ages her? Ages ago. Alright, see, Tracy? You're not serious. Not serious. At Listen, someone will take your place, you know. So. 100%. <laughs> well done for being in the chat consistently now. But remember, yes. Is but, she um, another one that doesn't live raps? Maybe. I'm so know. wicked. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with me? See, I didn't even see it that way, bro. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what's wrong with me. I didn't mean it that way. No, did I? You talking about, oh, I meant it that way. I didn't even clock till afterwards. Okay, okay, cool. She said it's coming this weekend. Fantastic. Mm, imagine, right. I have to wait a whole week. Can you imagine? A whole week. We're here every day. And you're chasing though. me up about, over emails. I have your email, I have your email. <laughs> but yes. We anyway. appreciate you, Tracy, anyway. Yes, we do. Yeah. Um, What do you call it? So, you guys are having the, the meeting today, yeah? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 9 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Well, you going to jump on? I would have, but I can't, man. I would have loved to show my background. <laughs> <laughs> For context, he has a background of, um, was it Elijah Muhammad or is it no, Farrakhan? The, the Honourable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, Farrakhan. <laughs> the Honourable 
Ben Stiller is fat, guy. I don't think he's honorable, sir. Oh, please. Okay. Right, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Power to the people. Thank you very much. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, do you live a minimalist lifestyle? I don't think I do, you know. I would love to. Mm, there's a certain level I can go to. But when I was thinking about it, right, look at like my records and stuff. I don't think I could. Thanks, Maywa. Jeez. See, it's the Yoruba people that's, that's uh, living and, and doing what they're meant to be doing, you know. Is that a Yoruba name? Yeah. How about Tracy? Tracy belongs to the white man. I'm only joking, Tracy. I'm only joking. Um, yeah, like I, f- I feel like there's certain things that I I think I would struggle to kind of part with. As much as 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 I've not listened to like a bunch of uh, records and stuff for ages, f- you know what I mean. For them to be gone, would be a bit somehow. You know what I mean. So yeah, man, I, I love my music, man. And your books. Thank you very much. And the books as well, 100%. Those, those are the two objects or, you know what I mean, inanimate objects that I, I guess I own that I wouldn't want to part with at all, ever. But yeah. That's it pretty much. Okay, let's get into our next headlines. Let's do it. All right, so this uh, next headline is um, about this whole Steve Lawrence case. Remember last week we spoke about how um, they found one guy was much more um, involved in that crime than previously thought. So basically, the mother of Stephen Lawrence says that she's bitterly disappointed that four retired detectives who ran a failed investigation into her son's murder will not face criminal charges. Baroness Doreen Lawrence said that her hope has been in vain. And the CPS announcement was a disgrace, uh, the Crown Prosecution Service. She said that she would seek a review of the CPS decision. For those who don't know, Stephen Lawrence was 18 years old when he was killed in a racist attack in South London in 1993. The initial uh, Met Police investigation failed to bring anyone to justice, and two of the murderers were eventually jailed in 2012. In a statement, Baroness Lawrence says, there was no mention, let alone consideration, of racism in the CPS decision as being the possible reason for the officers acting as they did. Not a single police officer has been disciplined or will be charged over the investigation. And she also added that, in my opinion, the police have, yet again, got away scot-free. She said, after 30 years, after 30 years in which there have been countless police investigations, a, a police complaint and a public inquiry, I thought there might be some hope of holding those police officers who failed me and my son to account. But this is Britain, so... Next headline, and these next two headlines are Love Island <laughs> headlines. Related, really? Huh? Is it really? Yeah, man. Um, do you do you know the guy called um Andrew LePage? Maybe it's a not French, Andrew. Maybe it's a French something LePage. No, okay, no. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Andrew that went out with Tasha, the deaf girl. Oh, was it? Well, he's got something too. I, I mean, in the, uh, sorry, guys, I didn't mean it in the bad oh, way. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. If it's the same guy, I don't know. Yeah. But basically, the Love Island star, Andrew LaPage, um, has revealed he was diagnosed with a brain tumour when he was 20. The reality TV star is 28 now, said within weeks of the discovery, he flew to London from his native Guernsey to have it removed. So LaPage said the experience was so frightening, he thought his life was over. Talking to his girlfriend, Tasha. Was Tasha on the show? No? 
Yeah, Tasha's the one who had the um the hearing. Oh, so it is him. She, she was the first disabled person, the first person with a disability to come and thingy. Okay. Are they still together? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, man. So yeah, talking to his girlfriend Tasha Guri, who we met on yeah, who we met on the show last year, mm-hmm. on on her podcast Super Superpowers with Tasha, um, he said so. I had like a lump on my head for a few years, and my brother felt it, and he was like, Andrew, what is wrong with you? What is that? And I was like, I don't know. I've had it for a while. Then and there, he called up the doctor and got me an appointment, and I had an MRI scan. Then we went back to the doctors again, and he told me I had a brain tumor. And I was like, what the hell? I went back into my car, started crying, and literally went back to work that afternoon. That's crazy. That's horrible, man. But you see, how it's, I really like how his brother was like, yo. Check it take, out. Not even just check it out. Called up for him. Oh, that's sweet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black people, man, we need to... Boy. Really take our health um, serious, man, and not, and not delay with certain things. Um, the next headline, like I was saying, <laughs> related to Love Island, and this is basically <laughs> about Molly Marsh. And basically, Love Island has been slapped with hundreds of complaints, you know, Good. over her return. The contestant was dumped uh, from the ITV dating show earlier in the series. Uh, wait a minute. It was the same sh- series? Bro. She went home, expected Maya Jama, came back two days later. I thought this was like one of those that you no, bring back from before. No, that's um, Katie. Katie's from season two. I thought Molly it was, like was from the same. It's from the same season. Oh man! Wow. Free Zach. <laughs> that boy is really sad and depressed. Yeah, man. Well, the contestant was dumped for the ITV uh, dating show early in the series after the former contestant Katie McDermott re- returned and nabbed Marsha's partner Zachariah Noble, leaving her single. But she has now been brought back, which sparked a flurry of um, complaints to Ofcom. The broadcasting watchdog received 372 complaints over the episode that aired on the 30th of June. And the spokesperson confirmed to Yahoo that um, the complaints related to Marsha's comeback. She's 21 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, her return was actually predicted by many people. I think you even mentioned it. That what? That she, can... that, that she might come back? Yeah. But what, yeah. But... Do you know what it is? I, I think that because the producers are really, really on socials at the moment, like they're listening to what people are saying. Mm. And so we said it would be like a funny plot twist. Yes. Exactly. We didn't mean in Casa more. Oh, so she came as one of the customers. Yes, that's why all the boys, that's why Tariq was loyal. That's why all the boys, mm. actually, well, that's why Tariq was loyal. That's why I remember I was saying how he told Molly yeah. that when the girls come back, you're going to tell them I've been good, right? Mm. So and then all- Zach never got to get to know anybody. And he, the guy looks so depressed because obviously when Molly came back, because Katie stole Molly from him, mm-hmm. they had to, what's the word? He had what, to, um, yeah, so when she came, yeah, so Zach and Molly were together. Mm-hmm. Katie was a bombshell. Yeah. Katie got to pick someone that she wants to um, be with. Uh-huh. She picked Zach. But that meant, that was a plot twist where Molly got dumped on the spot. I'm like, that's the best thing that's ever happened. That happens, cool. And then when she then comes back in Mikasa more. Obviously, who else is going to couple up with? Because mm. his love story was so great the first time. He had mm. to be with her, so. So he doesn't really want to? No, I don't think he does. Because he looks sad. But I, I think, though, no, I'm, I'm, that, no, he honestly looks like out of it. Wow. But I think what it is, is that I don't think the experience has been how he thought it was going to be. Mm. And I think that because there's been a lot of spotlight on him, mm-hmm. to be honest, with the whole, it was first the whole Molly thing. Then it was Molly and some other girl that was, like, competing and for him. And Jimmy, it's been a lot of, stuff on Zach mm. but then also when he left when she left they were actually in a good place I feel like he was sad about that then tried to move on with Katie mm. then now cast her more ways like, okay you know let me get to know someone brand new then you bring her back 
So I feel like he's been very, he just doesn't look happy. Like I'm genuinely worried about him. He doesn't, yes. whenever you see him, he's not taking part. Like even if they're sat in a circle, he's like just staring out into nothing. My friend, you're on a nice holiday, nice place. No, but that's the thing. Remember, they make them work like they're flipping on a, mm. what's it called? Factory line. Yeah. Well. I think he thought it was going to be like a lad's holiday. And well, then here we are. Here he is. Well, uh, many had been tweeting about spotting clues that she was not really gone, right? Such as the fact that her profile picture on Love Island, her Instagram account, was not completely blurred out when mm. she was eliminated. Mm. So her comeback was confirmed when, obviously, she popped up during the Casa more stage, like Esther just said. And it left a lot of fans fuming, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the headlines. All right, let's... It's time to pay the bills. Let's get into Word on Road. Christy, thank you very much for the uh, donation. Just like I said with everybody else who donates, can you send me your email, please? Thank you, thank you, thank you. There's a Zoom invite at the end of it. Big up, Christy. Um, what am I talking about today? Okay. So... Um, hold on. Sorry, y'all. So basically, Ricky Martin and his husband are sadly getting a divorce after six years of um of marriage. Oh man. I know, very sad. I don't like a divorce. I think it's good. Well, yeah. So basically, they're getting um a di- they're getting a divorce, and they spoke to People Magazine exclusively. And they said, we have decided to end our marriage with love, respect and dignity for our children and honouring what we have experienced as a couple all these wonderful years. Our greatest desire now is to continue having a healthy family dynamic and a relationship centred on peace and friendship to continue the joint upbringing of our children, preserving the respect and love we have for each other. And they've got two kids. So was was these kids from, was he married before? I'm not sure. Let's find I out. I don't know. I feel like maybe this is in my head, isn't it? Let's find out. Because isn't Bridges love a marriage? No, he wasn't. So these are married. That's his first husband. So then, so what, they adopted these kids? And then... Probably, yeah. Unless they um did like a, um, I don't know what the procedure's called. Oh, what, the surrogacy thing? Yeah, surrogacy, but then they used their sperm. Oh, okay. So it's your kid, yeah. But yeah. Um, so that happened. So that's sad. His partner's name is Juan Yosef. It's a J-W-A-N. We know the ones when the J silent. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, I hope they're good. I mean, it sounds good. I, I like it when people, if you've got kids and stuff, and that is your priority, and that is, you know, that's how we should be. Poor kids and ask for this. But, yeah, so that's happening. Britney Spears got slapped across what? the face. What, as in metaphorically? Or? No, with dead ass. She got backhanded in the face. It's so funny. But it's just... Something about slapping the face, being Nigerian, oh it's always going to be a funny story to me. But that poor girl deserved... Did to deserve she that. She's trying to be a groupie. What? She's trying to take a picture with a French basketball basketballer, Victor Wembanyama, mm. in Vegas. And his security guard... I don't know how his security guard did not know that was the Spears. She's had that Vegas residency. So how could you not know it's Britney? Like, it's Britney, bitch. Like, how could you not know that? And, yeah, slapped her on the face, mate. Boy. The basketball player didn't even see what happened. 
You just know someone was pushed. Like, how can you push Britney Spears? To be fair, there, human beings are human beings, isn't it? Britney gets pushed. Mm-hmm. Beyonce gets pushed. My anyone can get pushed if you're being if you're trying to be a groupie. But um, yeah, so she's trying to take a picture with him, and she wanted to, she approached him to congratulate him on his success. She said she was it was really loud, so she tapped him on the shoulder to get attention, and that's where um, his security guard protecting him struck her in the face with the back of his hand. Oh, wow. causing her glasses to fall off, and she nearly fell to the ground. I think one of the worst things about getting slapped is if there's accessories falling to the ground. Is this happening? We know what, yeah. Is there video footage of it? Because, you know, so, sometimes, you know, it's, it's not really a slap. It's more so... A shove. Like, I'm trying to just... But well, you know what it is? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, pr- you're trying to protect the, the artist. Well, I, you, what you did yeah, that's fine. Mm. But how swiftly you're trying to move, mm. it can feel like a slap. Yeah, that's true. If it's a swift movement. Yeah, and he's a big guy as well. And he's a big guy. Um, but she has spoken about it. She said, traumatic experience... Experiences are not new to me. That's quite sad. And I have had my fair share of them. I was not prepared for what happened to me last night. I recognized an athlete in my hotel lobby as I was heading to dinner. I later went to a restaurant at a different hotel and saw him again. I decided to approach him and congratulate him on his success. It was really loud, so I tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. I am aware of the player's statements where he mentions I grabbed him from behind, but I simply tapped him on the shoulder. His security then backhanded me in the face without looking back in front of a crowd, nearly lock- knocking me down and causing my glasses off my face. I get sworn by people all the time. In fact, that night I was sworn by a group of at least 20 fans. The security team didn't hit any of them. My security team, sorry, didn't hit any of them. This story is super embarrassing to share with the world, but it's out there already. However, I think it's important to share this story and to urge people in the public eye to set an example and treat all people with respect. That's the thing though. That's the fact. Physical violence is happening too much in this world, often behind closed doors. I stand with all the victims and my heart goes out to all of you. I have yet to get a public apology from the player, his security or their organisation. I hope they will. I cherish the tremendous amount of love and support I am receiving at the moment. Thank you to the, um, sorry, thank you to the Vegas PD and the detectives for their support. It's true because you see that all the time. Obviously, I get that if it's like a swarm, it can be difficult. But the only reason why this is new is because it's Britney Spears. Mm. But really, hella fans are getting slapped across the face. But less. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So I think that that is that should be addressed. Mm. I don't need to be Britney Spears for not, not to get slapped. <laughs> should be slapping people. Um, and then her husband also put out a statement in support. <laughs> so okay. just, I'm just thinking of it. No, it literally, okay. like, it's, yeah. Anyways, her husband also said, I'm opposed to violence in any form, especially without justification in the defense of yourself or someone else who is unable to defend themselves. Self-defense can be unavoidable, but the defense of any woman, especially my wife, is not debatable, period. Mm. I consider my reaction subdued considering what occurred, and I hope the man in question learns a lesson and changes his disregard for women. Thank you for the support. The violent behavior of an out-of-control security guard should not cast a shadow on the accomplishment of a great young man on the rise, and he tagged the man, the basketball player, which I like. Mm-hmm. The blame should fall on the coward who did this, the people who hired him without proper vetting, and a systemic culture of disregard for women within sports and entertainment. I can't imagine a scenario where an unarmed female fan showing any kind of excitement or appreciation for celebrity would cause her to be physically assaulted, much less being hit in the face for tapping someone on the shoulder. The changes needed 
will have to f- come from the top. And I look forward to those changes. Security guards do do a lot. They're very, very like, they're very intense, very chaotic, and mm. they do too much sometimes, and there's just no need for it. No damn need. But I hope Britney's okay, man. She's been through too much. You know, you know the thing is, I feel like, obviously, I, I literally could be making this up, innit? Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like security guards, a lot of them, especially the experienced ones, have seen crazy things occur. Yeah. And when they're hired for a job, they want to make sure that they are securing this man or woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, even if they just see a hand coming over to tap, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that's what they're trained to do. Yeah. So it's like, I, I get it, but I, I feel like it's a bit harsh to say, oh, he's got a disregard for women. And you know what I mean? I don't think he even No, but saw. that's the thing though. Because I feel like them, yes, they've had bad experiences, but not every experience is going to be like that. Yeah. And yes, I understand that you've been securing for the past 20 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you still have to treat each one like you're not dealing with animals. Even animals, even Peter and them will stand up against you. Do you get what I mean? Like, Because yeah. sometimes people will be like, oh, yeah, but I see crazy stuff all the time. Okay, but nothing crazy was happening right now. Because really and truly, you could have turned around and be like, hey, the security guards who is moving mad here, mm-hmm. and they're not hitting people. Like, it's actually possible to not hit. Like she said, she was stunned by 20 fans. Mm. Her security didn't hit anybody. Do you mean there's ways around it mm-hmm. to do that? Like, I, yeah. I think sometimes security guards... Typically, when I see videos of them, and even when I've been at like events, mm-hmm. like calm down, like yeah. you're not MI five, you're not gonna be recruited by them either. Calm down, like it's not that deep kind of thing. Mm. So um, sometimes they do do too much, and it is um, it's brute force sometimes. So there is that. And then Kim Kardashian's been trending um, because she they're keeping up with the Kardashians show. Mm-hmm. It's currently on, and the last epi- the episode from yesterday saw when Kim was reacting to Kanye's anti-Semitic um, rants and oh, such. They're, they're that far back? Yeah, because it filmed like a year ago, innit? Okay. But I feel like all of that stuff it makes mm. it relevant again. So they're always going to be relevant because they're always going to stay relevant. Right. Um, yeah, so she so she addressed it on the show and she was talking to Chloe and talking about, you know, she can't get it together and she hasn't changed her outfit in like two days and... He's a different person from who she married. And of course, Chloe was then talking about, you know, what she's been dealing with is not okay. And then Kim was like, you know, she feels so bad for him and she doesn't even think he feels bad for himself. And she doesn't know if he knows how to feel bad for himself, essentially. And then Chloe asked, you know, did you talk, have you spoken to him? And she was like, no, she's not sure whether she should reach out and, you know, he might go off on her. It's a narrative being painted there. Mm. Um... But yeah, man, that's basically what happened. Well, people seem to care about it. Yeah, so there you are. I gave it to you if you cared. Let's get into the People's Journal. Thank you very much, um, <coughs> Paul Wally. Yes. Did I pronounce it right? Wally. Yes. Another fellow Yoruba brother. Yoruba, Yoruba. Send your email through. Thank you. All right. Um, first, let me just ask: Have you jumped onto Threads? No, because you know I struggle with social media. I downloaded <laughs> it. Mm. I started the process. Mm-hmm. I like, I can't bother. Mm. I'm seeing good things about it though. Is it? Yeah, people are saying like it's like it reminds me of, like the early Twitter. Okay. And um, I'm, I'm sure what you're going to tell us next. I've seen that <laughs> as well, but um, no, I haven't jumped on it yet. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I'm bothered. I might do it over the weekend. Okay. 
No, to, to be fair, I don't have anything to, to speak about, you know. I, I just um, noticed that there's that number thing under yeah, and people's, people's thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, I got like a request or something. And I thought, what is all this? And then I realized, obviously, this is the yeah. first thing in it that's just linked. But in my mind, I'm thinking, will people really be typing all that they want to type on threads and then do the same thing on Twitter? Or vice versa? No, I feel like the plan is to move away from Twitter. That's what I'm saying. I've, I feel like we should move away from Twitter. I thought you were going to talk about Elon suing Jack. No. Because he's trying to see <laughs> Elon, yeah. He posted and said something about, he, oh yeah, this is it. He said, I spent $44 billion for this app and now Lizard Boy just decided to hit copy and paste. Um, it's personal now. See you in the cage, Zuck. Wow. Wow. Oh no, sorry, this is the parody account. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Could you is it? The parody account play for Twitter Blue. So I thought it was I thought it was Elon and Verified. My bad. Sorry, y'all. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Elon gets. Let me let me just tell some of the um comparisons between the two years, just in case you people wanna decide in it. because uh, I remember I think a, a couple people in the chat was basically saying they they're sick of Twitter in it. So maybe friends might be for you. But anyway. I hope so. The the post length is uh, on Twitter is two eighty, right? Yeah. On Fred's is five hundred. That's ridiculous. Why am I on the reading monologues? <laughs> when I go on Twitter and I, and I see a tweet and it says more, mm. this is stupid. It's quick. It needs to be quick thoughts. Yeah, but you know, uh, things have kind of changed. Though. That's a newsletter. <laughs> five hundred. Um, links, links and photos. Both of them, you know, you can put up links and photos. Okay. Videos, you know, it's two minutes twenty on Twitter. Mm. It's five minutes on Threads now. Ugh. Yep. Verification. You need to be verified, but you're gonna be verified via Instagram. So if you've got you verified Instagram, it will verify yeah, you on there. That's yeah, cute. Yeah. Um obviously on Twitter, no, none of that as well. Delete, of course you can delete your stuff. You can't edit on both of them. But this is where it gets a bit different, right? So on um threads, mm-hmm. there's no hashtags. There's no trending stories, none of that stuff that you get on, on Twitter. Wait, there's no hashtag. I can hashtag it in time though. No, but as in there's no, um, I think it's not linked to. Um, oh, okay. Because, yeah, because hashtag, I can do hashtag Love Island on Twitter and then mm. click on it and I can see everyone's it, Love Island. Okay, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and there's no DMing. You can't DM on yeah, friends. Yeah, DM on Instagram. There you go. You know where I'm at. So that's that's one of the, the I guess those are the differences, I should say. Next thing I wanted to mention is Mr. Keir Starmer. In fact, let me give him a bit more respect. Um, Sir Keir Starmer. Mm. Um, basically, he's looking to pledge to break that. Well, he did pledge basically to break down class barriers and um, to opportunities. This is what he's saying. He's going to, you know, break down class barriers, opportunities. Um, basically, he's talking about the whole class ceiling, not glass ceiling, guys, class ceiling, and basically how that is basically stifling opportunity for too many children across the country. So um, yeah, he's talking about a new goal of um, half a million or more children, half a million more children reaching their early learning targets by 2030. So obviously, you know how every every school has certain t- targets in it. They kind of want to push the average up yeah. or the bottom up or whatever it may be so that there's more people progressing, which is a beautiful and noble idea. That's what I think prime ministers should be concerned about. You know what I'm saying? I just hope he doesn't live in fairyland and doesn't do anything real to, to really make this a reality. But the target is part of the party's education shake-up. And it's the last of his five missions. I believe we spoke about that maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, Halifax have come out to say um, house prices have fallen at their fastest rate in 12 years. So they said that the annual fall of 2.6% was 
was equal to around £7,500, being wiped off off of the um, average UK house price, which is the biggest drop since 2011. So, of course, we ain't, we ain't back at bloody 2008 or nine or nothing like that. Mm. But I guess some people are kind of thinking, what's the, what's, what's the to say it won't be like that? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, long story short, they're saying the prices for June fell for the third month in a row, dipping 0.1%. Um, and pretty much they just said that's kind of indicative of a, of a calling market. So the tip, the typical UK property now costs £285,932, right? And, and these figures come from Halifax. Um, sorry, from Halifax, come from uh, the financial firm Moneyfax, right? And they released their data uh, on Friday. Um, wanted to mention, remember the other day we spoke about how police seized um, some counterfeit goods and oh, stuff, yeah. yeah, worth like 800 something, yeah. Well, police have seized more stuff from another group of people. They've seized up to 130 million pounds worth of cannabis plants and they've arrested almost a thousand people, you know. In the U in in the UK's largest ever crackdown on organized crime, so I don't know. Maybe all the pressure that they've been getting recently, they they're just putting in overtime and, and actually doing I guess their jobs and stuff in it. But more than one hundred eighty thousand plants were discovered in raids across England and Wales in June. Officers seized twenty firearms, about six hundred thousand pounds in cash, and twenty keys of cocaine, uh, which has like a potential street value of like a million pound. And like I said, the operation has been described as the most significant of its kind ever run in the UK. Um, I'm not too sure if you guys know about the, the car brand MG. Um, well, basically, China's largest car manufacturer, SAIC Motor, said that it will build its first factory in Europe after the sales of its vehicles on the continent jumped in it. So they're, they're kind of bullish, man. They're thinking, okay, cool. They're gonna they're gonna really go in Europe, build over there, and because obviously the Europeans desire this 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 um car in it. So yeah, that's that's pretty much that for that, and I think that's it for China. Never ring is that bro? We're ringing somebody. Sorry. Um. Good morning. Good morning. Brent, why are you calling me, please? <laughs> morning. Oh. I thought I thought I gave you a shout out, um, and I guess I didn't. Oh, so you called me specially? Yes, because you're special. Okay. No, I'm very special. I beg you read yourself. So basically, Christy, can you send me your email? And um, okay. tonight, Brent, you should at, have my email. You know this. Tonight at okay. nine p.m., we're gonna have a chinwag with a few other people in the TDA community about what. Um, TDA and the larger uh, initiative TMB are planning. So you get a little sneak peek behind the, the curtain. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the call. You're thank welcome. you. Goodbye. You just interrupted the flow, but Sorry. yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful, Mother Effa. Maggie, <laughs> shout out. Love you. Can you send your email through? Thank you. Every, you know, Ben, you know what this shows? Everybody is, is nosy. Because <laughs> yeah. he said, I'm going to give you guys some tea. Yep. And everyone said, how much for the tea? You know what I'm saying? I love it. Keep coming, though. Minimum 20. There's From now on, <laughs> minimum is 20. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
I have a boyfriend of three plus years that I love very much and vice versa. He has never given me any red flags. We're very transparent with each other and are building a strong future together. The only slight issue that I've ever had with him is that, like most men, he's terrible about answering, how was your day? I didn't think this was an issue because he's not as much of a chatty patty as I am. But I wouldn't describe him as secretive because we share secrets, locations, house keys, passcodes, etc. However, this man was robbed this morning and didn't think to bring it up to me until the end of the night. Mind you, we had spoken twice over text and three other times on the phone and he was home for the last few phone calls. So he had numerous opportunities to tell me. Frankly, I feel hurt because I know, God forbid, if I was to ever be in this situation, I'm using my phone to call 911 and my other device to call him. To make matters worse, when I asked why he didn't tell me earlier, he jokingly said, don't I get to choose what and when to communicate things to people? I said, okay, and ended the conversation there. Am I in the wrong for feeling crazy that he didn't tell me this? Is he wrong for not telling me for 12 hours? I appreciate your advice and keep up the good work, guys. Mm. I think he was embarrassed. I think he didn't tell her because he was embarrassed. But mm. why would you go if you, because obviously you guys are men, um, what are the reasons why you wouldn't tell your significant other? Why you've been robbed, even though you guys talk about everything and stuff like that. I don't think I would say anything at the at the time as well, unless mm. like um, maybe I was in the middle of doing something. I need to get back to you about something, and I knew you complain about me not getting back to you on time. <laughs> so <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys are how they are in the dilemma. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, you need to be. This your relationship is how this dilemma is. So you guys talk all the time. Even that day you were robbed. Mm-hmm. You've spoken like twice over text. You've spoken over the phone twice. And mm. you've been in communication the whole day. Like, what is it that will make you not say? Honestly, I feel like his mind could just be another thing, you know. And I think then, it's shock as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, all of that as well. Yeah. And also not wanting it to be like a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I start that. telling you, and start yeah, to, oh, yeah. where was you? Are you okay? Yeah. You I'm leaving work. Oh, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm leaving. I'm leaving wherever I'm at. My man's been robbed. You know My man. <laughs> I'm even where I'm, where I'm at. So maybe he didn't want, I think, yeah, he didn't want the mm. dramatics. Not dramatics, but obviously you care. But I guess, in my mind, I feel like it was maybe shock. Mm. Um, maybe embarrassment or just like, the heck? You know, sometimes it's just like, something happens and you say, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Not today. Like, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna acknowledge that this has happened. So, and I feel like because he knows how you are and you care and stuff like that, he knew that if he told you you're rushing from wherever it is that you are. You're going to want to talk about, like, what happened? Are you okay? Let me make your favorite, like, like a big, draw more attention to it. And I don't think he was, he wanted to deal with it, deal yeah. with the realities of it. Yeah. I don't think that, I know it can be hurt, you can be hurt about it, but I wouldn't, I don't think you should be hurt about it. Not to dictate how you feel, but I think he didn't tell you for malicious reasons. So yeah. I think that should be your comfort mm-hmm. from feeling hurt. Yeah. Basically. Sounds like he's got a good level of toxicity, if you ask me. All right. <laughs> like, he's not coming to you. So, oh, I, got, I just got robbed. I'm shaking. But being robbed is serious, though. Yeah, but he, he doesn't want to start coming to you and start crying. He doesn't want to lay his he, head he, in your... All of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he let him relax. He's taking care of himself. It's not like you're going to do anything. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know what I mean? He just needed a bit of time. And I think, um, like you said, you might have been embarrassed, but also 
I just don't want to make this a big deal in it. I want to forget about it too. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I feel like he didn't want her to worry. Mm. Morning. Hello? Good morning, caller. Morning. Good morning. My name is Rachel. Morning, Rachel. Um, I just wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to Good morning, um, my name is Rachel. What it do? It's the Rachel Hi, that um, had a chinwa with you at the live show. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Right, Rachel? How are you? You're all right. Long time. Hi, Esther. Do I know this Rachel? Is this the Rachel that I talk to occasionally? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Hey, girl. Hey, you're all right. <laughs> um, I don't know where you guys are on the show. This is, but... thing. This is why the guy didn't tell his girl he got robbed. You're <laughs> saying? <laughs> well, this is, this is what I wanted to talk about because um, I'm listening in, right? And I just think it's really interesting that mm. this guy has been robbed, right? We don't even know the details because she doesn't know the details of the robbing. And she's just like, why didn't he tell me? Why, 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 why? And she's making it about her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking if I was in a relationship with somebody who anytime I had an issue, made it about them, why would I want to go to them? You know? I get you. I feel like... I think they need to have a conversation about um, what what happened and why, like, are you okay? Is everything good? And actually just p- unpick what why he never maybe spoke to her instead of yeah. obsessing. And I think she's making it into more of a thing than it actually is from what I've heard so far, because I don't know how, how behind we are. But, like, you know, socially men have been conditioned, you know, not maybe to talk about stuff. Um it could just be that maybe he doesn't want to be perceived a different uh, certain type of way. But also, what could she do for him in that moment? She's how he was at work and how, um, like, he continued his day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I just find it really interesting how she's made it about her, and I just, I don't know, it didn't sit right with me. Yeah, I, I get what you yeah, mean. Actually, I, I think if I think if she did that regularly, where whenever something happens, that she makes it about her. Mm-hmm. I can get why he didn't tell her. Mm. But I don't even think it's... I just think he just didn't want to a- address it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I Because mean? sometimes, sometimes things happen to me. I'm just like, do you know what? Not right now. I'm going to just park this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there is some form of shame with men being robbed. Mm-hmm. All that misogynistic stuff. You know, you just feel like, I don't know, they feel how they feel in it. I've heard men say this, by the way. Not just putting this out of my ass. But yeah, so I think that's I think that might be it. But yeah, I, I do I, I think what you've said is good. I think they should have a conversation should have a conversation with him and find out not making it about myself, but why wouldn't you have come to me? Because really and truly, I think Yeah. I want my partner to come to me if you got robbed and let me know. I just want to like make sure you're okay because sometimes it's shock. You might think mm. you're okay, but you're actually not okay. But even then it's just okay, I just yeah. make, like I just want to make sure that you're good. That you're good. You're telling me you're yeah. good, but I just want to make sure. And also, like, um, as much as it didn't sit right with me initially, I'm just thinking about it more like, she's clearly concerned of him. That's yeah. that's the reason why she wanted to know. So, like, maybe it's also, if that's the case, it's also good for them to sit down and have the conversation because then she can be like, listen, I'm here for you however you need you mm-hmm. need and want me to be here for you. And it's a case of, I care for you. This happened to you and it's not right. It's not like I'm thinking, oh... Because like you said, um, I've also heard um, from a friend who's been robbed. Yeah. And like he was livid. He literally on his lunch break got robbed, went back to work. 
And literally, as he walked in, he just told his like manager, I'm pissed off. Like my phone just got jacked like by some guys with some weapon. And like I just had to move on. Um, so like bear that in mind. And his boss tried to give him grief and said, Listen, if I was a woman, I'd be in tears and you would have told me to go yeah. home. Yeah, for real. So I'm here, right? But just give me some space. Yeah. And now we spoke about it after the fact, obviously. But he was just like, he was livid because he was going to go immediately. He wanted to go and get like the phone. But because there was two of them, they had weapons on a motorcycle. Yes. He knew like, don't be dumb. Don't use, a, don't use your life for a phone. Mm. But he was like, he was convinced like he could have had them up in it. And so he's yeah. like annoyed, frustrated. So many, so many things like, especially because he knew that they were younger. And it, there were so many things going on in his mind. Yeah. And it's like, how do you share that with somebody who's going to be like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, like a panic state. That's what my mind was thinking to. Maybe she's not like that. So I, t- I take my first statement back. But um, like, um, if he wants to vent and he just literally wants to punch somebody up, maybe now's not the time <laughs> to be talking to his girl. But I think it's yeah. also a great like conversation to have and be like, listen, I just care. I want to know what you're going through. Yeah. So whenever you get the chance, you know, let me know. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that conversation would, would do really good. I think they can also talk about, like, the kind of things they, they should be sharing in a relationship. Because I can't lie, if my man got robbed and didn't tell me and we've spoken through the day, I'm definitely going to be this girl. Because how can you not tell me? And even if you don't, like, I won't make a scene, but even if you want to just vent and rant or whatever, I still want, yeah, like, yeah. Let, me be, let, let me be there for you, however it is I can be there for you. And if you, if you said, you know, I just need yeah. to I'm angry then that's fine. I will be there for you by giving you a space. So I feel like they need to have a conversation as well about, because he might just be like, you know what? Definitely. I didn't think it was a big deal to say, but to me, it's a big deal. That's a that's a thing. You could have been attacked. Yeah. You could have died. Like, yeah, you yeah. could have been stabbed. Yeah. Like, there's so much that could have happened. Will your attitude be to that as well? Where I'm talking to you the whole time you're on the phone. But you're in the hospital. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You're, we're talking, but you're in the hospital. <laughs> you're being wrapped up and I don't know anything. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think they should definitely have a conversation about that, but she should also be sensitive to the fact that, you know, he might be feeling away and he's unable to express that. Yeah. But um, I think when I started calling, you had just asked um, the guys uh, for their reasons for why they might not share stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Iman was talking about how he's got a healthy <laughs> level of to- toxicity. Um, but um, I don't know, did you guys get to explore that? Because I'm always curious about um, why that doesn't happen. Like, why things are omitted. Why things are omitted. And why they are, like... I think you you guys kind of mentioned it, to be fair. It's it's more so, like, I guess, just don't make a big deal about something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's happened, it can't change. I don't need to be here talking about my feelings. How do I feel? When you got robbed, did you tell your wife? Never, ever has it happened. But you see how you responded to that? (laughs) Yeah, because mm. <laughs> this, is, this is scandalous. <laughs> and that's why when it happens, but that's why when it happens, do you see like the deep-rooted anger? Because see how you saw it as a violation? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I feel like when it happens, mm-hmm. yeah, and so that's why I feel like, and I know you say it's something that's happened and I don't want to talk about my emotions. See how deep-rooted something just happened in you when you thought, what? That could never happen to me. Mm. If it does happen, God forbid. Yeah, that's a violation. Do you see how... This, this, your core foundation is shaken. I just feel like that is something that kind of needs to be addressed in your own time. 
because it's not by force because I don't think that's also healthy I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's healthy to force somebody to talk about something when they're not ready mm-hmm. but if something major has taken and shaken you that is something that needs to be addressed at some point yeah I guess so but, but I guess maybe in my own time innit well, you know yeah like, definitely and, and not necessarily a thing where it's like oh why, why didn't you tell me no when I'm prepared to tell you then obviously we can then have that conversation you know what I'm saying yeah, but yeah, I do. You definitely need to, she definitely needs to have a conversation about why we're not sharing information because that's her that's her real gripe is why could you not feel to share this information with me because I wouldn't want my partner holding back information from me. So we need to talk about the yeah. kind of information we're holding back here in this relationship here, and if there should be any. I have a question. Um, say if something was to happen, is is it possible to be like, do you know what? Something just happened, actually, now, because I feel like that's kind of like you're teasing somebody by not giving them enough information. Is, could, could there not be like some sort of compromise with, listen, give me an hour to figure out something that's going on and I'm going to talk to you. And then you say, listen, I got robbed. I'm OK. Like literally just bullet points. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want any drama. I'm not ready to talk about it now. And then see what happens. Because then like if, if she pushes, I'll be honest if with she you. pushes and she pushes, sorry. As your girlfriend, you can't tell me that. Yeah. What you got to say to me is that, oh, let me call you back. I'm oh, sorting something out right now. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you tell me, I don't want to make a scene. I'm okay. Don't ask questions. I'm asking questions. I'm asking more questions than I would have asked. And he just told me you got robbed. Even though he's, right, he's telling you, look, I don't talk about it now. You know how I am. Because you, you, know, you know what that's equivalent to? Mm. We need to talk. What? Then you go about your day. They say we're going to talk at 9 p.m. 9 no, p.m. no, no, no. But I no, told you told me at 10 a.m. No, I, I don't like. I don't like. I don't like. We need to talk either. But if you said, "Listen, can um, later on this evening, can we talk about oh this bill that I'm struggling with, and like maybe we need to cut this, um, cut this bill because it, does, it doesn't make it doesn't make financial sense." So later on, we're going to talk about this. So it's almost like you've got um, an agenda for what the meeting's going to be about. Do you know what? Like, so not- you're not left. I feel like you know when you say, "Let's talk." Problem is, your mind obsesses and it goes to every little corner that you could think of. But when you've been given, this is what we're going to talk about, you can be like, okay, put a pin in it and we come back to it. There's you know no like. Sorry, do you know what I think that's irrelevant? Because that doesn't what? let me know how you're about your wellness. If I called him, say he just got robbed but told- and he's dealing with it mm. and he says to me, let me call you back. He's like, oh, babe, let me call you back in, in an hour. I'm just trying to sort something out. If you tell me you're trying to sort something out, my mind doesn't wander. I don't ask mm-hmm. questions. Okay, I'll call you. when you're free, call me back. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you tell me, okay. if you make up something that we're going to talk about, let's, it, makes yeah. sense. it doesn't make sense to me because we could have just gone to night time, mm-hmm. then you tell yeah. me what's going on. I still don't know about your well being. Do you get what I mean? But, that's what, but my thing that's is, what you did. as a partner, though. But Esther, that's, sorry? He said, why did you wait now to tell me? Because they've spoken throughout the day. That's a problem. Oh, so don't speak to you until you're ready to tell me what happened. Not necessarily, but we've spoken about everything that's happened in our day a few times today, and you did not tell me you got robbed. I don't know, man. That's deep. Because I wasn't, because I wasn't ready. I wasn't then that's ready. the thing, though. But you that's could just he... say, oh, I got robbed, but I'm fine. And then we could, well, we'll talk about it later. He didn't mention at all but that's what, that's whether he was fine, whether he wasn't I'm... fine, nothing. I feel like he could have said to her, because we literally everyone oh, no. knows their partners, no, no. right? He could have said to her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Basically, I got robbed earlier, but yeah. I feel like I'm still in shock or whatever, whatever. I'm going to we'll mm. talk about it properly later, but I, I promise you I'm fine. If you want to FaceTime, you give your partner assurance that you can't not Sorry, tell then me may, you were maybe robbed. I wasn't clear. 
Esther, Esther, I'm agreeing with you because that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say, if you lay out the bullet points, say this happens, I'm fine. I'm yeah. not in hospital. I'm at work, so I need to focus. I'm not ready to talk about my feelings yet, mm-hmm. but I'm, later on when we talk, we'll talk about it. But I just wanted to give you a heads up because I know you like to know things when they happen to me. Yeah, that's, that's all fine. I was saying. So just bullet- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you okay, meant like, yeah. just be like, don't ask questions. I'm fine. We'll talk about it later. Why are you fine? Why, no, why are you telling me? Why are you going to have your way to tell me you're fine? Sorry, my bad. My bad, my bad. Give the bullet points <laughs> first. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a healthy... Yeah. Go on, sorry? No, I was just saying, I just think that's a healthy compromise. That's all. I think, I think that's a good compromise, actually. Um, But I feel like he just didn't want... He just didn't want to address it at the time. Um, but I think she should definitely yeah. what your advice is good is spot on she should definitely have a conversation with him about why was he withheld that information Rachel mm. yeah um, if your man comes and tells you that he's robbed on Monday and then he comes on Wednesday and then he comes on Friday and then he comes next week Tuesday what he's been robbed all these days does that give you the ick? Uh, the problem with me, right, is I'm a very curious person. So first of all, I've got questions for you. Why the hell like, do you keep on getting robbed? Is what I'm thinking. Because if I like you and you're my man, <laughs> um, then it's not very likely I'm going to have the ick because it's not, very, it's not very often that I like a man that much to be my <laughs> man. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> You like women? So you have, to be, you have to be an incredible person. So now I've got to question you because I need to figure out what is wrong with me that I didn't see something. Do you know what I mean? Or is, is it a case of you picked up a new career, which means you're now in a situation where you can get rubbed very frequently? So I'm asking questions. It de- and then depending on what the answer is, depends on whether I've got the economy. Mm. I don't know. I think once women see or feel that their man is no longer a quote-unquote man they start moving differently and they might even say i beg you stop sharing information when it happens, wait a second so brent 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 hello so if my man got robbed at gunpoint no, no, and you, he's no, armless why are you not introducing this thing that doesn't really happen in the uk no right? because this is why i said i'd ask questions i would ask questions because if he's just getting robbed, like, because some kids said, your man can have your phone, then I'm going to be like, what is happening? Like, okay, maybe I might get the ick because you can't stand up for yourself. But that's why I'm asking Sorry, questions because not every when situation... When would you get the ick? Sorry, what did you say? I said if some little 13-year-old kid <laughs> came up to him and said... <laughs> so if he's said, victimized by a 13-year-old child, then you would get the ick. Can you see where this toxicity... Yeah, because all you have to say this is... This is why I keep up because them little 13 year olds oh, so you look get, like you basketball that, players these you days. You get that by 13 year old kids. You're, you're trying to tell me 13 year old kids could take your phone just by asking you. Can you hear the toxicity, Mino? I can hear it. You know. Can you hear it? It's bleeding out of the. Ah, oh, bloody hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's the toxometer. No, I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that's your business, isn't it? It's just, I know that even me, if somebody asks me, I can say no and I can walk on. But that's, that's all right. That's what, if, if that's you, Brent, that's okay. The thought of my man getting robbed four times <laughs> and then coming to me By every ch- time. 
Why are you a victim? Like, what's happening? Yeah, How do you get to work? I'll be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know, like when your mom follows you to school, I have to, I have to follow you to work. I have to. You know, you like. Uh, you have I have to, to follow you to work. Mm. I have to drop you off at work now because clearly there's something we're on. both not seeing that makes you a victim repeatedly. This is why four times in closed. a week. That's why men keep their mouth closed. Four. This is not why men keep their mouths closed. Four times mm. in a week. A five-day working week and you've been robbed four times consecutive. You're not robbed. You're not being robbed. You're being bullied. He hasn't been robbed on Fridays because he hasn't gone to work. That's why. You've been bullied. Can you imagine? <laughs> this 13 year olds got like big Rambo knives, you know? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, no, I say on They will change your route then because they know you're coming. Because <laughs> they wait for you. They wait for you. Mm. They wait at your stop. So we have to either get the earlier train Oh, we get the oh wait, one. Esther, I just... I, Something's going to happen. Esther? Yeah. If he's getting robbed every single day by from, as in his phone, that means he's got money to be getting a phone every single day. So. Yeah, we like that. In the words of Marks, that we like. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man. But no, I, I do... I would want to know if my partner was robbed, though. And I think... Because some things are not big deals to men. Because I would say they've been robbed, like, when they were younger or whatever. Or they've got, like, a lot of, like, thieving friends. Mm. It might be, might be nothing to them. Do you get me? Yeah. But... Yeah. For me, like my partner will know me, and you know that I just want to know. Like my big thing about my partners, yeah, I just want to know you're okay. Like mm. even when you're having a long day or whatever, yet yeah, you're working. Like I'm not that partner who I'm not clingy. I don't demand so much or whatever. All I want to know is that you're alive and breathing. So if I message you, I'm aware that you you're busy. I like the fact that you're busy. You got something doing. Mm. I love that. However. Mm. Just a signal to let me know that you all is well. I don't have to worry, and I can't remember about my day. Do you know what I mean like I? come up with like I compromise mm. do you know what I mean in these things because I know I know that you're cool and that's fine I mean, move forward why are you no, laughing now someone said if I hear a 13 year old rob my man it's grounds for separation someone half his age yikes this, this is what I'm saying this is why men keep them all shut nah man because them 13 year old kids be robbing boy <laughs> they've got knives and all sorts machetes in the little boxes nah is it really a red flag that he didn't communicate this uh, Rachel is it really a red flag well, remember, I I started off by saying um, I don't I don't know why she's making it about her, right? I would just want to know why he didn't say it. That's what I would do. I would just I tend to lead with questions just to see where someone's coming from. I, I don't like to assume. Um, so for me, if anything, the red flag would be with me because I that's how I work. I'd be like, what have I done to make him think that this is not a safe space that like he can just share anything? Do you see what I mean? Mm. No, that's where that. Michael. <laughs> I said that's good. That's very cool. Said... But that's that's me. That's how I am. Yeah. Um, because even like even with my friendships, my girl friendships. Um, whenever whenever we've had an issue, that's how I come. Like, is it me? Because if it's not me, then I understand it's a you problem. And if you can be like, listen, I don't feel comfortable talking about my feelings. Um, I didn't want to tell you because look how um, the people in the comments are responding to being robbed by a 13 year old. I didn't want to give you that impression, blah, 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 blah. I can be like, fair enough, fair enough. And then we can continue the conversation from there. And like, you know, like Esther was saying, I care about you. And it, I hate to think that things are happening in your life and you don't tell me because what if this is a one time event, right? What if there's a series of events? Like, you know, like you, you hear of like men who go through financial issues and they, mm. they, um, sorry, true. They take their lives, yeah, um, and then or they kill themselves and their family because 
they couldn't they couldn't open up about what was going through. Mm-hmm. If you mentioned in the first instant that, whoa, I took a major hit at work today, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford this, this and this. We can be like, you know what? It's cool. We're going to scale back. We're, I'm going to pick up this. I'm going to pick up that. Yeah. And you move together and you sort things out. But if what happens is you take a major hit, you keep quiet, you take another one, you go, di- you go deeper and deeper and deeper in the hole, suddenly it's a major issue and where where do you start? Yeah. Where do you start talking? So that's, that's why yeah. for me, it's it's not about like, oh, this one time event, what why didn't you tell me? That's not what the red flag is. It's the potential of what it could be, which is why I'm trying to start asking questions. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Rachel, I'd, ben, love, you guys. To, I'd love to have you come in one day, seeing as um you're gonna have a whole set of time very soon. Join the mm-hmm. panel. Let's have a a few episodes where it is that you're just sitting there chiming in. Chopping it up. Maybe. Excuse me? All right, then. Take care, guys. Excuse me? You say maybe? What? <laughs> I said, yeah, really. <laughs> well, she can't have a choice. No. No. Not when TDA invite you. No, Possible. Sorry, that's wild. Ima- Impossible. Imagine, uh, Rachel, anyway, Rachel, they've they been moving mad. <laughs> the Trinidadian won't be like, the Ghanaian, so... <laughs> I'm always championing you because, like, you do so well. You do so well to be in that room. I'll tell you. Thank you very much. That's why I've got shades on today. Bye. Brent, make me cry. Thank you. Bye. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope it works out for her. But talk to your man. Question, Emmanuel. If it is you get robbed, would you... Well, start telling people. Yeah. Not people. Um, it's your partner. Yeah, same, not people. Same, same thing, man. Like, I mean... So you anyway, no, I was gonna tell me. Does it matter the severity of the rub? If they Um I mean if if I come back like limping, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if so shirt torn. So someone messed up my kneecap. <laughs> Have you seen that video? What's that guy's name? What's that American guy and he going to fight you and you talk about the drive home with your boys when you've been beaten up. <laughs> and they're all quiet. <laughs> I always imagine. I always imagine that that's what it could be like if mm. I witness my man being beaten up. Oh, that's horrible, man. <laughs> Wait. That mugs. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing? Or are you breathing? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Morning, guys. Yes, guys. It's the month. It was. Who is this? Good morning. Uh, it's Paul. It's Paul Wale from the chat. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? You saying you're right? Yeah, man. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, man. Good, good. Um, yeah, man. Just a little quick one again. Um, Brian, are you definitely doing the um Zoom call tonight at nine pm? Yeah, nine to ten. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, man. Uh, I'm going to download the Zoom app on my phone because we're going to be at wireless this evening. Are you... Wireless is on? Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, Sorry, wireless you're, festival. You're playing, aren't you? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just going for fun. I'm, I'm, just going for, I'm, I'm just going for fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just... You're just in the... I'm just going for... Yeah, I've, I've got a friend. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> no, not even. Um... I've got a friend who works at one of some agencies, so he um he managed to get some tickets, some guest list tickets. So yeah. Right, so right. that's that's the only reason why that's the only reason why I'm going. All but right. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and break away from the 
I'm a crowd. Nah, you're not gonna get signal. You're not gonna get signal. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to enjoy. I want you to enjoy um that um festival. Uh, send me a message and we can um organize something separately. Well, someone said, "How old are you?" All right. How old am I? Yeah. I'm thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay, lovely. I'm thirty-two. Yeah, I'm a bit of an older older guy, man. But um, yeah. Oh, you're still very young. I make the make. What's that? Sorry. I said you're still young. Don't do that. I mean, in my heart, I feel young. I feel young at heart, you know, mm-hmm. youthful. <laughs> um, Esther, you, you're not reaching the wireless this year, Esther? So I know you went last year, didn't you? Nah, because I went last year and I only wanted to see Meg and Cardi. So the time of the was horrible for Lattle, me. all them hot girl summer, all, all of that stuff. Oh, I didn't do that. I'm married with Yeah, so yeah, I didn't um, enjoy it. Like the two acts oh, really? was not worth the, the time gaps in between. And I just said, yeah, I'm never doing okay. this again. So, yeah, I didn't even know it was back on this year. Wow. Okay. I think everyone's going to see like Lato and all the, the hot girls from, from nah, the US. Not the girls, <laughs> not this year, I'm afraid. Okay. Inside. So I, think, I really want to see 50 Cent on Sunday. That's the main out of all the. I, I, I don't really care for Playboy Kai, to be honest, but Are you going 50 weekend? Cent is the main guy. And I'm going. I'm going today and Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna try and yeah. I'm, I want to go tomorrow, but no. Rebecca so, asked if yeah. you're fluffy. Am I fluffy? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys pay attention to the chat. Um, every so often I have to leave the chat early because I go for runs. Okay. <laughs> so like I try. Yeah, 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 a couple couple of days a week so I go for exercise. I'm, I'm I'm not a fluffy guy. No, I'm. Ask Nightfall or Official Soprano. They'll tell you I'm I'm not a fluffy guy. Right. <laughs> are you guys a friend? Am I what? Sorry. Are, are those your boys? No, no, but they they follow me on Instagram, so they they they've seen my pictures. Oh, okay. Um, official soprano and a nightfall, so they'll, they'll tell you if I'm fluffy or not. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Um, guys, love the TDA show, man. Like Thank for you. real, for real. And yeah, Brent, Enjoy. Brent, please do. It. Hey, Brent, please do the um, TDA barbecue soon, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait I've already, I've already um, spoken to a couple <laughs> people about it, so 100%. All right. All right, man. Yeah. What's up, guys? Yeah, Take big, big love. Care, man. Enjoy. Take care. Bye. All right. Headlines great. Yep. All right, so this next headline is Trigger Warner here. This is... um. Some bad news that happened, sad news that happened um, back home in South Africa. I believe there's um, an update. Um, but yeah, uh, according to state media, at least 17 people have died from nitrate gas inhalation following the gas leak at an informal settlement camp in South Africa. A disaster management agency official earlier said on Wednesday night, because this is uh, sorry from yesterday, starting from yesterday, that at least 24 people had died at the Angelo Squatter Camp in the city of Boxburg, but the death toll was revised to 17. Um, Lesufi, who is the, uh, what do you call it, the premier of Gauteng, right, confirmed that 16 people had died. And according to SABC, um, which is a public broadcaster, another person died at the Tambo Memorial Hospital in the early hours of the morning. Children, unfortunately, are among the dead and search and rescue operations are ongoing. The leak came from a gas cylinder containing nitrate oxide at the informal settlement, William Italad. Um, yeah, this is what basically 
um, a spokesperson who William basically said um, he basically also spoke about the emergency services and how they re received the call just after 8 p.m. local time on Wednesday. Obviously, rushed to the situation, but unfortunately, that's that's what the death toll um, was. Second headline, uh, trigger warning here as well, and this is um, a situation where a man has been jailed for 25 years after he killed a random man in a ferocious attack outside a shop in Enfield. Sharon Williams, 21. Um, was convicted of murder at the Old Bailey on Wednesday in connection with the death of a 23-year-old by the name of Russell Jordan Jones. On March 17, 2018, Mr. Jones was standing outside of a shop on South Street in Enfield when he was approached by a gang of men wearing dark clothes and masks covering their faces. In what the Met Police described as a ferocious attack, the group shot and then stabbed Mr. Jordan Jones several times after mistaking him for a rival gang member. Despite the best efforts of the emergency services, Mr. Jordan Jones died at the scene. One of his friends also sustained stab wounds following the assault. And the last headline is um, a trigger warning here as well, guys. Uh, a man has been found guilty of murdering Ellie um, Edwards, who was shot outside of a pub on Christmas Eve. We spoke about this as well. Um, he said was was an innocent bystander when Connor Chapman opened fire with a submachine gun as he targeted two men in the culmination of a gang feud. The beautician, who's 26, was enjoying a night out with her friends when she was shot outside of the lighthouse in Wirral. Tim Edwards called his daughter's killer a coward as he was taken down to the cells at Liverpool Crown Court. He had tears in his eyes and stared at Chapman as the verdicts were returned and quietly said yes. Um, speaking outside the court, he said, It's a big relief because now we can start again. We've been through hell and we deserve now to be given the life back that we had before, which will never be the same. It's now a new chapter. It's a new beginning for our family. It's the worst day, but the best of the worst days. The co-defendant, Thomas Warren, who's 20, was also found guilty of possession of a prohibited firearm and assisting an offender by helping to burn out the stolen Mercedes using the shooting. And that's pretty much it for the headlines. Again, it's time to pay those bills. Let's get into the reaction. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Apple. <laughs> it's also funny because you've got the headphones on it. <laughs> so you always shout. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Oh, because the music was playing, like, mm. yeah, it was just. <laughs> <so funny>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So Esther's, Esther's favorite part of the show. Oh, I love it. Um, some of these guys, there, Brent, I don't even know in it. So you have to maybe correct my pronunciation. Mm. Some of these foreigners in it. So Man United have made Atlanta striker Rasmus Hoyland. Accurate. Thank you. Their top um, summer target. I believe they can secure him for about 50 million. This is according to the Daily Telegraph. Man United uh, find it difficult to sell Harry Maguire as well, man. Accurate. <laughs> that, that was wrong. That was wrong. What, Harry Maguire? Yeah, yeah, but it's alright, it's cool. You know, let, me, let me change it. Let me try Harry Maguire. That's the one. That's it. Who the hell said that? Isn't that Maguire just an English name? It might not be. Where's he from? Has roots in South France. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's French. There oh, you go. Cute. Uh, and this is because of a clause in his contract, uh, which earned him a significant wage rise for, obviously, you know, Champions League and that. Um, Harry, Crane, Harry Kane, pardon me. Um, uh... <laughs> he said it first direct the first time. <laughs> Harry Quain. Yes, the one. Yes. That's the one. How is that spelled? Isn't it K A N E? Sometimes. He's also French. It's a silent W. 
Não. Ainda yeah. ganhei antes. Quick. There you go. But anyway, this guy basically, he's been offered a lucrative new contract, man, by Tottenham. It's according to the Times, they reportedly offered him a new deal that will be a significant increase from his present terms of 200,000 a week to potentially 300,000 a week. Uh, it's claimed that there was no immediate answer from him anyway. But because um, obviously, as you guys know, he's in no real rush to sign a new deal and he wants to keep his options open. Um, Brighton are demanding at least 100 million, you know, for Caicedo. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's a bit wrong, but cool. Okay. That's the one. Thank you very much. That's it. So <laughs> Chelsea are reportedly um, intending to hold um, some proper serious negotiations for the midfielder, who apparently is their main target, man. It's claimed that the Blues were hoping to get him for like £80 million, but because of what Arsenal did with Declan Rice, apparently they've kind of, like Brighton, believe that that's the benchmark, in it? So they kind of want that much money for him. And obviously the Arsenal supporters, I guess some of you lot will be happy in, in it, about Xhaka and how he's completed his move to Bayern Leverkusen, man. 21.4 million. Uh, next set of headlines takes us to the boxing world where Usyk is going to be fighting Daniel Dubois on August the 26th and it's going to take place in Poland. So the Ukrainian stars confirmed details of the WBA mandatory title defense in a social media post, revealing that he's going to be facing Dubois. Um, and yeah, man, uh, he was meant to, obviously, as you guys know, like take on Tyson Fury in an undisputed showdown. That was going to be undisputed, linear, all of that. Right, that would have been a sick fight, but obviously Tyson Fury, he's ducking him. That's what I'm going to say, he's ducking him. And um, yeah, the negotiations spoke down. Um, Usyk said, I'm very glad that we have the opportunity to organise my fight in Poland, where I won my first world title seven years ago. I want to thank the Polish people who are helping Ukraine so sincerely. Hundreds of thousands of my compatriots have been hosted by this wonderful country. Therefore, I hope that my fight will become one more opportunity for Ukrainians and the people of Poland to unite and strengthen our friendships. Yeah, man. That should be... Um, I was going to say it's going to be a good fight, but it's, it's, it's going to be very one-sided. Mm. Usyk's going to be, it's just going to beat him. There's nothing, mm. you know what I'm saying, that's going to happen besides that. Um, and yeah, and also, apparently, it was put out on Twitter that Wilder's going to be fighting AJ, man, in December. Mm. Obviously, this is dependent on AJ getting through Dillian White, right? But what they're trying to say is that as long as AJ beats Dillian White um, in, I think it's August or something as well, then he's going to be fighting Wilder, they've agreed um, he's going to be fighting Wilder in um, December. But again, I've heard also some contrary reports that how... Because um, remember before, um, for people out there who know about this, right? Um, the reason why the, the White and AJ deal kind of stalled is because White wanted to be able to put in a rematch clause. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to just be a one-way thing where if AJ loses, he gets to activate a rematch thing. But if I lose, I can't. You know what I'm saying? So in one article, I read how AJ agreed to that. So that's that's cool. Either he agreed to it so that White can have one, or they just took off the rematch clauses. I feel like they both got it now, but um, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, long story short, what they're saying is, um, if AJ gets past White, then obviously we should get the fight in December with Wilder and AJ. And um, yeah, man, that 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 is the fight that everyone cares about, isn't it? And obviously, like John Rambo said as well, which I I can't wait for Spence and Crawford, July is it twenty ninth. I believe it's just, yeah, this is this is the fight of the last... Serious. What? 
the last like could be 20, 30 years. Wow. Most of this one yeah, definitely on, on paper. Um yeah. Oh, thank you, Mark. Mark said there's no rematch clause now. So yeah, basically they've removed the rematch the, the clauses. So again, if AJ beats um White, which I believe he should do, um, then he he he'll be setting up the fight mm. with Wilder in December. But yeah, man, um yeah, 29th of July, Spencer Crawford. That is gonna be one hell of a fight, man. Who's gonna win? It's one of, like you know when people um try to use them cop outs and be like, oh it's 50-50. Yeah. This is one of those 50-50 fights. Wow. This is a genuine 50-50 fight. But if I had to put money on it, mm. I'm going with Spence. Okay. A lot of people I feel like are kinda doing like a 51% to to, to Crawford, mm. 49 to Spence. But Spence don't know how to give up. Mm. That's my thing. Spence, mm. Spence don't know how to give up. He's like a um like a modern day haggler. Mm. And I feel like um I feel like he might be too much for Bud, man. Mm. I feel like he might be too much for Bud. But again, it's going to be one of the sickest fights. Yeah. It's going to be one of the sickest fights. And people believe it might be the first of three. But we'll see, innit? Mm. But yes, that's it for the reaction. Nice. Getting to the outro. Pick up you guys that tune in every single day. We appreciate you guys. Um, do like the video. Thank you very much. Also, if you're on any other platforms where you're able to rate us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever else, do rate us on there five stars. Thank you very much. And if you can write a review, um, do so. I think on Apple you can, Apple Podcasts you can. So drop that in there as well. Um, I said like the video, yeah. Follow us on our social media platforms, the day after TNB. On Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, if you would like to send voice notes, dilemmas, texts, or, and also the number to call into when we're live, the number is 0756484 If you would like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, you can email the team at thedayafter at thenewblack.com. If you have been someone who did the super chat stuff, um, don't forget to send your emails to Brent. You can do that on the number 0756. Six four eight four one zero seven three, or however way you choose to, and um, yeah, have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys on Monday. Stay blessed, people. And no, she's not gonna forgive me. This is not Esther's bag. She keeps to her word. I am going to be paying for this forever. No, I don't. You remember, I don't keep to my word. I don't leave my wraps, do I? You see, you see. <laughs> this is what. Have a great weekend. This is what they're dealing with. <laughs>